boys, I've been having this, like, strange issue, and I'm curious if you guys can help me with it. Uh-oh. So for her, it's not medical. Don't worry about it. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Sprite, 7-Up. <laughs> That's right. Wow. No doubt. The ball, though. <laughs> I've been picking up video games over the last year, two years, um, that I get a good, like, footing in and started... And then the next game comes out, and I'm like, ooh, sweet, I'm going to try that next game. Yes. And then I only get about halfway through that one, maybe even a quarter. And then another game comes out, and I do the same damn thing. And then I go back to that first game that I started, and I can't fucking remember the controls. And I'm like, I guess I should start it over again. I've got Jedi Fallen Order, I've got God of War Ragnarok, and I've got Elden Ring. Three games that I am desperately wanting to go back to revisit what of those three should i go back to and do you guys have a game in mind that you're like i need to go back and revisit because i want to get through that game so what game should i get do you have the same fallen order probably because it's the most relevant to get back into fallen order 2 i don't know what it's called survivor fallen survivor something like that i would say that would be my choice and for the second question that has happened to me um i never was like a big gamer and then i got a gaming pc and a lot like you can get a lot of games for cheap and there's also a lot of like games that are like in beta testing so um ready or not we used to play um it's constantly getting massive updates which is a good and a bad thing good because the game gets better but bad because they take things away or add like really weird restrictions so i haven't revisited that game for a while um, flight sim is one that I do want to revisit. Uh, my favorite plane, um, is a modded plane and the company that makes the mods basically said like, we're going on a branch of development that isn't compatible with the way that the game is built. So if you want to fly our plane, you have to actually, there's a website called, uh, Simbrief where you can, uh, actually file like a, it's like a form that pilots have to file where they're going from like point A to point B. And it's like a pain in the ass. It's like, I just want to hop on and just click two points on the map and fly. I don't want to have to like file my passengers and the time I'm taking off and the weather and the plane and my tail number. <laughs> it's the most fun and part. It takes Come on. so fucking long to get going. Do you get and to wave time, to everyone on the work, way out too? Basically. And <laughs> it's like, wh- I just, I just wanted to fucking fly the plane. So I haven't played the game in months because my favorite plane doesn't work. And granted, there are fun planes. I've been flying the Tomcat and F-35, but it's just like. I would come home from work, I would turn on flight sim, I would do like a 45 minute flight from Florida to the Keys, and then that that was like my decompression from work. Like I would listen to a podcast while I'm flying. It was so nice. It was wonderful. And I can't do that anymore. So my takeaways so from that my takeaways from that are, are Jedi Survivor and longest potential answer possible in the okay, <laughs> beginning yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to here. know about which games, not your I was operating like, system. Holy God. God. <laughs> get him out of here. Sorry, I forgot the notes you. on that Daddy plate. Fucking dare you. Ben, Actually, dare I, say, dare I say... This all... is my show. I do what the hell I want on my show. Wait, let me write it down. <laughs> I'll dare you, Ben. <laughs> Dean, what's your answer, buddy? I, I mean, I'm very, you know biased and saying Elden Ring um because one I'll play with you but two <laughs> Jedi Survivor is just like an easy version of Dark Souls so like you know Elden it did Ring actually feel very challenge. similar you it's I mean it literally is a, yeah. like a Souls game 
But Fallen Order is a very good game, and the sequel is out, and you can very easily, you know, jump into the second one. But, I mean, you have a tough time finishing one game. Are you really going to finish two? Just, get, just finish Elden Ring. You already own it. <laughs> so, so that's kind of my um, process as well. Normally, I will start a game. I'll get a little bit into it. I'll like, oh, okay, I get the idea. I'll put it down, and then... Normally, when the next one comes out, I'm like, oh, shit, I should finish that so I can play the next game. And so that ha- that's happened with uh, Shadow of Mordor. It happened with, um, what's the one? Aloy. Um, I, ca- oh. I can't think of it. Uh, Forbidden West. For- Forbidden you- West. And, yeah. so, I, so now I have Forbidden West. Um, so I'm going to say Jedi Fallen Order because that's kind of a continuing story that's tied into other media. So I, I think, you know, that one's probably the most time sensitive. Initially, I thought, you know, Ragnarok, but I think you've got time on that. The next one's not going to come out for another mm-hmm. probably six years, if not more. So, um, yeah, I would say go with the uh, go with Jedi Fallen Order so then you can get prepped to play um, Survivor. You just unlocked the fact for me that I loved Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero Dawn, and that I've also only completed about half of Forbidden West. There. <laughs> that didn't help. Well, there's your answer right there. You got to go that to that one now. <laughs> wow. Longest so, answer. Recap. Um, Zach <laughs> wants to fly. Dean wants to. I don't know what he's doing. He's playing Elden Ring as sword fight. Sword, <laughs> sword as fight. Speak. There we go. We should sword fight, Dean. That'd be fun. Well, okay. Well, our meat swords. Ox course. Touch the tip. Space dock, guessed. if you will. <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big big big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly, the weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank everyone out there in TV land and podcast world, wherever you're at listening to the show, whether it's live or on the replay. This is off the rails already. Marco answered what? his name like he was signing up for jury duty. <laughs> I'm Marco. Like, Jesus, bro. I'm I almost so forgot my name, man. It's been a long day. I was like, oh, don't choke right here. Say it right. Wow. Say it right. There you go. Look at these guys in the chat. We got Toy Mafia, Lane, The Legend, Kramer, King, Dingaling, 12-inch Moose Dream, uh, Nick's Collectibles. Check out Nick's channel. He did the uh, 1-6 scale wrestling, um, I think it was Sunday, fantastic and dean Amazing. the dream Martin, and myself uh were the first inaugural tag team champion so go ahead and check that out it was it was a fucking awesome stream lots of work went into that i can't even imagine abe dunk tv let's fucking go john ortiz yomo talkative mime if you finish one by the time you're done the others would be on sale pablo mesa rob barnes trooping with robin absolute Irwin. finish the dinosaur simulators act okay this is the problem with the beta games the game has like no development for the past year so i can't really do anything in that game 
And so it's not that exciting, at least as, as much as you guys think it is. What's it called? Uh, Soria, Sorian. Okay, so, so the founder of Sorian, um, like stole a bunch of money and like, like I'm talking like millions and millions of dollars from the development oh, pulled team. Pulled a hot shot, huh? Yeah. Wow. Allegedly. That was pretty good. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> and, um, the team fired him and they're trying to work on rebuilding things that were supposed to have been done. Um, outside of that, Austin, hello, vintage rebellion, Benjamin Bowman. We got the Bowman's in the house. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Dean, we have a very special segment that we start off all of our best shows with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? I I actually did get some new stuff this week, but I'm waiting for some more to come. So I'll share that a lot later. What about you guys? Yeah, so I got this 89 Batmobile from McFarlane. Um, I was pretty stoked because it was under 50 bucks or like just around 50 bucks, um, which is kind of incredible that he could offer a vehicle of this size. This is 112th, right? Is that is that correct? Um, Seven one... scale approximate, yeah. Okay, there you go. I always get those kind of mixed up. Um, so so at that size, um, I got to say, though, it, it's worth the, well, it, it lives up to that price point, though, because it is very much a toy. Like, I don't know what I was expecting, but, you know, the paint's pretty whatever. There's a fair amount of scuffs on it. It's pretty hollow. There's not much to it. Um, it looks fine enough, though. It's a fine enough representation. Um, if you didn't want to go for the hot toys or for, you know, a higher-end representation for 50 bucks, it's pretty decent, but it is very, very much a, a child's toy. I'm always considering giving it to uh, Gigi's nephew, um, which would be kind of cool to start him off with a Batmobile because Zach doesn't want it. So What the um, hell? Yeah. <laughs> How dare but, you? Uh, yeah, but it's cool, though. So I, I put it on top of my Maji cases for now. Um, and yeah, just a cool little representation until the Hot Toys comes in maybe a year or so from now. I'm jealous. Does this make you want the Hot Toys one more or Heck or yeah. Less? Heck yeah, it does. And I know the Hot Toys has been described as a big chunk of plastic. And so I think my expectations are are leveled there. Um, but yeah, I, I think like I was, I, unop I unboxed it. It wasn't super premium. And I was like, I can't wait to see what the Hot Toys unboxing experience is like. What do you have right there, Ben? I was going to say, the reason I ask is, so I had considered getting this bike in six scale. Um, but I have the McFarlane ones, obviously. Uh, and I like the setup at this size. It made me realize that I don't think I'd want a Batman on um, a bat pod or a, or a motorbike like this in six scale. I think it would be too big. I already have a hard time kind of displaying it and knowing where to yeah. put it. Uh, mm -hmm. now obviously it doesn't match my other collection as well. So that's probably part of that OCD ness, but you don't know uh, where to put it, but I would worry that it would take, it would have detracted wow. my, my desire for it. One six yeah. shooter <laughs> says there are some images of it repainted and it looks pretty good. Zach, you're so crazy I said that, for saying no to this. If that's the yes. Yeah, so, so he so didn't I said offer that to Zach to me. Too. I, I said, Zach, if you want this, it's yours. Yeah. If you want it, like if I want to buy it, like, no, I don't want to buy it. Like, <laughs> well, just giving I'm sure it away, we could have yeah, sure figured yeah. something out. Anyways, I'm, I'm assuming this is probably, you know, coming your way eventually um, but go. i saw that someone repainted it in the matte black like yeah um, like trevor sane right there and it looks way better so i think uh, this probably deserves someone who can mod it and make it you know yeah. kind of live up to its potential so speaking of that um hot uh hot toys hot wheels released a one twelfth one tenth scale uh of the 2022 batmobile and I've had it for a long time, and I finally got to repainting it. Oh, wow. That looks amazing. And I fucking love so it now. so dang good, man. Now that it has a little bit of uh, 
weathering on it, a little bit of paint. Um, Yeah, so these things, I think if you just have like a little bit of time, um, you can make them look better. I'm pretty happy with how this one turned out. Um, And like I said, for almost a year, it just sat in my closet because like Ben said, I I think I would like the one six scale Batmobile uh, from Jazz Inc. But then I'm looking at this one and I'm like, Jesus, I can barely fit this on a shelf. I can't even imagine you know the the size accurate mm-hmm. um 2022 version so that's yeah, very it's... hefty what you've got right there with the details you yeah, would not yeah, need yeah. anymore that yeah. one would take up almost one of your whole shelves in the back there like you'd have to yeah exactly some asthmus well let's not, let's not get into that <laughs> or give it to get... <laughs> you just go down to like four <laughs> gandalfs at this point <laughs> well, yeah exactly there you go exactly thanks uh talkative mime and uh one six shooter that looks great i have to get the painting mod yeah so i used uh warm buff by apple barrel for the paint and then mixed it with a little bit of earth brown from vallejo and it made the perfect mud color uh, and then just silver um dry brushing uh so for me for new this week uh, i picked up the vito corleone and i wasn't planning to follow through with this order and i was like yeah i got like two days to cancel it and then i forgot that sideshow locks the order like 48 hours before the final payments due to process everything and so i um by the time it shipped, I was like, well, it was only like $80 for the last payment. Like, I'm not going to lose sleep over $80. And I had already gotten a massive discount because I pre-ordered it. Or I guess I ordered it during $60, the, uh, though. He'll lose his fucking mind. Oh, that's right. $60 <laughs> sent in the feds, bro. <laughs> but that's the difference. I actually I actually got what I ordered in the $60. <laughs> How fucking dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you fucking oh. guy. Yeah. Oh, we are going to ruin that guy's <laughs> life over fifty dollars, though. Well, allegedly, allegedly. Of course. <laughs> oh, we okay. So we were planning to film the uh, update video on the Hotshot Comics thing, but the person I'm working with that uh, is doing a lot of the behind the scenes work, he was under the weather today. So we'll be uh, we'll be doing that soon. Uh, but anyways, like Dean said, eighty dollars <laughs> not going to ruin my life. Um, fantastic figure. I'm so glad I didn't cancel it. Uh, still need to work on the pose. I'm not 100% happy, and I'm like looking at these detoffs, and I have a potential mo- uh, room move to the garage planned over the next year. And I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm just going to keep all my figures. They're going to be cramped for, you know, a few months in the shelves, just cram as many as I can in there. And then once I move into the garage, I'll have a lot more space, and I can, you know, I wouldn't say I'm going to go Maji cases, but definitely at least more garage shelves to give everything a little bit of room to breathe. Uh, but really nice figure. Um, I do need an email sideshow about a small um, little nick on one of my uh, nameplates there on the base, but really not a big deal. And, uh, you know, it was like $90 off, I think, for Black Friday. So really can't beat that. Looks like he's checking that cat's pulse. There you go. <laughs> or yeah, is a little bit a worried little... about the fact that it has no pulse. <laughs> oh, my God. That cat, is, that cat is out. Uh, and then this was kind of a, a neat thing. So, um, I know I usually share some 3d printing stuff, uh, on here with you guys. So, um, there's a lot of people that make 3d printed figure stands. Um, I've seen circles, I've seen squares, I've seen hexagons, I've seen triangles. Um, I've seen ovals. Um, there was a seller that had some stands, uh, a few of, there's a few different sellers that have some of these hex stands, but the prices on them are super expensive. And so Dean had asked me if I could um, design and or print some. And so um, I'm not like super well versed in um, 3D design, but I know enough to do enough. 
and so I printed some hex stands with uh, different heights there. Um, and, you know, I was kind of thinking, like, these work pretty good. Um, and then Dean had the great idea to um, make an insert that you can add foot pegs if you want. So those are slide in, and you can have foot pegs for your uh, stands. And, uh, yeah, so I think on Zach's Wonderland, we may be making some of these. Um, I'm still working on the pricing, um, and these take a while to print, so I'm not sure, like, how much of these I want to actually sell, as counterintuitive as it sounds. Uh, but I have my first order for four of them, so very excited to start adding these to the roster. But, yeah, it, can't, it just came from a message from Dean and, uh, you know, a few hours on Tinkercad doing That's some cool. measurements. And, uh, you know, we have a, uh, a prototype. And my favorite part about them is on the bottom they have the Zach's Wonderland logo. This is so is cool. Classy. I love that so much. So, um, But I think Dean, since Dean actually has a printer, um, I'll be sending him the STLs so that he can make his own. And that way I don't have to... He needs like what do you need like ten of them I think Dean, just for my figure arts yeah I think I need like fifteen and then my black yeah. series shelf another yeah hundred <laughs> yeah yeah plus so about, I'll actually plus print about... those if if you're uh, if you're paying that much yeah I'll, I'll print the breathing yeah awesome. <laughs> just kidding no I'll give you the STL but yeah these came out great um, you know trying to expand the things that I'm making uh, with plastic and resin so uh, if you need any of these hit me up on Instagram or if you're on Facebook send me a message and. Uh, you know, these take about a half day to print for the three um, tier ones and about three hours for the smaller ones. So we can uh, kind of get you sorted there. Any uh, plans to do this in one six or that would be a little bit too chunky? So I could probably make the single in um, one six scale, but the three tiered ones, mm -hmm. I'd have to make them like as separate units because this times two, I don't think would fit on my printer. It may. Um, I can look into it if you're interested, but yeah, that could be a thing. Um, even if there's three of them, you can just glue them together in the orientation that you want. That'd be cool. Yeah. But, yeah, or yeah. Just, just touch them together. Yeah. There you go. Now okay. the only thing is, um, with these stands, so, um, these take 11 and a half hours to print. They are a little bit hollow, but if I make them as solid as I typically would make a part like this, it's almost like a 23 hour print Oh my! and it is too much. Talkative says try a larger nozzle. Yeah, I could. I could, but uh, I kind of like how these came out with the 0.4 nozzle, so I'll probably keep it like this. But, uh, yeah, as far as these go, like I said, if anyone needs any, let me know and uh, get you sorted out. But, yeah, I just I have some little... pose up. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I see a little tease in the background, too. Is that a gladiator mask right there? No, that's uh, MF Doom, um, one oh. of our uh... – let's see. Are they in the chat right now? Uh, I don't see them yet, but uh, one of our listeners wanted one, and uh, yeah, getting them taken care of there. But yeah, um, like I might actually take six of these for me, by the way. Of the MF Doom masks? Yeah, no, of these <laughs> figure stands. Sorry, I was just really. Yeah. I, got I was thinking they, I got would, they would work really maybe... good for your Batman figures. The well, the Batman ones? figures and the uh, the turtle figures up above me. I just I oh, just thought yeah. of it because there's like a lip on the cabinet, so this would bring it up uh -huh. just enough that it would look like they were standing almost on the lip. Ooh. That would look fucking. That would look cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, sorry. Oh, that'd be dope. I got distracted. Yeah, so if you need any, Ben, I can print you the singles or the tiers. Just let me know. I'll get you a good singles. price. Singles. It would have to be the singles. Hell yeah. Six of the singles in white, I assume, since Twelve. you have white. But in white, though, right? In white, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, hit me up after the show. We'll talk. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so there is that. And uh, yeah, let's get into the news. We'll start with Hot Toys today. The Scout Trooper Commander from the Jedi Survivor 
Now, to be completely honest, I um, I feel like this is a weird way to lead off the Jedi Survivor line. Um, I get it, Hot Toys does Troopers, but I think not giving us a Cal Kestis from the first game and then not leading off with him to launch this line just seems odd. Um, I think the figure looks okay, uh, you know... Game design aside, I don't think the pauldron necessarily works here, but again, that's not really a Hot Toys problem. Um, but I, I kind of like the accessories. I like the baton. Um, at least as far as I know, at this point, it hasn't been solicited with the speeder bike. So if you have one from some of the other figures there, you can you can place them on it. Uh, but yeah, lots of things that I don't really understand what they are because I haven't played the game yet. But uh, I mean, it looks okay. It looks okay. I know I know Danny Lee was thinking to get one of these and. I've seen some of the posing that he does on his um, scout troopers and very impressed. So if these have even a small amount of the posability that Danny has demonstrated, I think they're going to be a hit figure. Yeah. I know a lot of people are thinking like, Oh, they finally did a Jedi survivor figure. Calcasus has got to be coming down the line. I, I just have no faith that they're going to do it. Um, they did figures for battlefront two and they never made an item versio she's the main character of that game so they already have a history of just doing troopers from games because why not they already have the sculpts um that being said i think this does look cool i uh i was talking i believe it was with ben um i've always wanted a scout trooper but i feel like you can't have a scout trooper without the bike but this kind of eliminates the need for a bike because they're kind of scattered all over the map. You, you never really see them with a the bike. Or I haven't played this game, so I don't know. Um, but, I mean, this guy's in the first game, too. They're, like I said, they're everywhere. They, they don't have the pauldron in the first game, but I think it's cool. It's tempting. I like all the, the added gear, but, yeah, I, you're right. Without Cal, it's like, why? Yep. I've got the same exact response. This is like an incomplete grade until we know whether they're going to go further down this line, if they're going to give us Cal, if they're going to give us BD. I mean, they've already got the mold for, um, I forget which BD it was from. Oh, that's from true. Mando. Right. That's so, too, so I think there you go. So we've already got the mold there. They're, they're uh, an eighth of the way there at that point. Um, so yeah. So if this in, in fact is the only figure where they just give us uh, trooper repaints, I will be very upset. We will riot. I probably won't be able to make it out to Hong Kong this year or next year, but 2025, we will be there riding hard um, to, to make sure they give us a Cal Kestis figure because two games and not um, a release of that, you know, at this point, kind of iconic in terms of the video game space character would be extremely disappointing. So yeah, cool concept, but until we see more from the line, I don't really have strong thoughts on this. For me, um, well, and before we go on, uh, Baby Boy here says 560, or, sorry, Baby Boy 562, he doesn't say 562, he says, joining in late but excited to be here for the Ben Thomas show featuring the rest of you guys. Oh, Love you, dude. sir. This is bullshit. Thank you. Um, uh, just uh, before we get too far into my point, uh, 240 uh, July uh, to December 2024 on this guy. So actually a pretty reasonable price considering I think for the most part we've been getting used to that 280, 285 range now. So seeing in the 240 range is uh, exciting uh, for the wallet. I 
haven't finished Jedi Fallen Order, <laughs> so I probably should either play the game and get a little more connected to this guy before I actually purchase from the line. I think if you're a trooper collector, it's still a win, because let's be honest, it's a really good looking figure. Uh, and for the price, I think it's definitely a good consideration. I'm with Dean. Um, I like the look of a scout trooper on the bike, but like I was just saying earlier, having vehicles in the collection, I'm going to have to be really selective because they do take up a ton of space. And I know folks who have picked this bike up in the past and have kind of said, wow, I didn't realize like just how much space it may take up. Uh, so something to consider for me, I think if I were to get something like, um, like a figure of this design, I would want it from the 40th anniversary return of the Jedi line. Um, but even then that would be after several other figures that would come before it. If they give us a Cal Kestis uh, on the May 4th week that's coming, um, I think people are going to be obviously pretty happy because I feel like everybody's been asking for it since Jedi Fallen Order, which I think was a 2017 game uh, release, if I'm not mistaken. So Jesus. it's a pretty long time to be asking for, for that character to not get it, especially uh, at this point with a new game that's all hyped up. But Hot Toys has done crazy stuff in the past, so they're hard to predict, honestly. We don't trust them. We don't trust him. And as long as we're putting our demands out there, I see that you can give him a mullet in this game, so I do need two head sculpts, one with Decent. a mullet and one without. So, Dude, and go. a full Fu Manchu. Oh, really? Yeah, you wow. can do all kinds of stuff That's in this game. That makes you want to go buy the game right now, actually. I know. Wow. It's the little things. Have they, have no. they ever done a figure with facial hair that could connect like that? Like, is that... I know you're joking, but, like, have they ever actually done a figure with detachable beard? Oh, detachable. Could be a new thing. Hey, Peacemaker's so. got a detachable tongue, which is super weird. Go. So, like, a beard, maybe not that the far stretched. Beard. The beard. That's magnet innovation beard. right there. <laughs> there you go. The weapon choice seems odd for this this photo here. It's like he's going to hit someone with a stick on a bike. Like, it's not like a lance, right? Like, you would think it's like a baton. Maybe that, that is Calcastus. fight with swords on horses. Oh, good. Yeah, but that's point. when they're fighting against other people with swords and horses. He's fighting against <laughs> fucking, you know, the rebellion or whatever. Like, it's just an odd. I don't know. I'm sure in the game it makes sense, but here, out of context, it just looks kind of silly. That's true, especially because the gun is in his boot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's right there. Like you're going against a dude with a lightsaber with a a baldo looking object and baldo. Just, just doesn't really do it for me. Um, Hot Toys released uh, two figures this uh, cycle, so we have the Venom 2.0, which, um, you know, I, I think it's kind of shitty the way that they announced the second one and kind of threw in some cool stuff with it, but uh, besides that, I mean, I think it looks like a good figure. Um, don't really know that it needed a, a separate release, but uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, it's, it's it was kind of weird, because they were like, hey... Um, you get the Venom head sculpt with the carnage for those people that have that bought the Venom. It's like, oh, cool. That's, you know, an incentive to buy the new carnage if you have Venom already. And then they just announced this Venom with the head sculpt anyways. It's like, what are you guys doing over there? Um, yeah, it, it's again, it's a cool looking figure, but kind of just really shitty for the people who bought the first one that seems like a bit of a no-win scenario though dean with that head sculpt thing because i mean 
if it had just come with the carnage we would have said that it's paywalled behind carnage and that's a piss off i don't want to have to buy a figure to get a sculpt on the other hand being the person who bought the 1.0 version and only had it in hand for about two and a half weeks before they announced this one with the eddie brockhead sculpt also really really stung so like it's yeah, a no you it's buy a, a figure to get the head sculpt. <laughs> yeah, there's a no win and I've already bought it. So like if there's a no win scenario there cuz now I'm going to not make the same money on that 1.0 if I try and move them as as I would. So I might as well keep this guy and try and find it on, you know, Toy Anxiety maybe if it ever comes on there or like a secondary seller Third maybe party, there's maybe. maybe there's somebody out there who just doesn't want it and likes likes the Ben Thomas show and wants to donate it like I'm I'm oh, good wow. with and I'm done oh, <laughs> okay his... here's the hot toy solution do it right the first time and you have to okay. rely on James yeah, you're not subscribers right. and... <laughs> Oh my God. Um, he tells me Central Standard Time isn't the time zone anymore. How dare I you, will ben? see this on on secondary market somewhere. I will find. There there's a simple solution. You just pay 500 plus shipping tax import charges for the Carnage figure, and then you can get this as well. Um, I'm not too no bothered by it. Oh gosh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that Carnage figure. Honestly, I, I'm not that bothered because I like the Carnage because I already planned on getting that. And I have the 1.0, so I was like, okay, it's like kind of a plus for the figure I already have. I think it is kind of cool that more people have the opportunity to get this Venom because it is a really cool figure that I roasted initially when it was teased. I was like, this looks terrible. What did, what did they do with this? Um, but it's actually like one of my favorite figures um, at the end of the day. So we we're, we have the right to change our mind when we're pre presented new data. Um, so yeah, I think this head sculpt is really cool. Can't wait to get it with the Carnage figure. If you want to sell me yours, I'll take it. I'm just saying. Or give it. Oh, wow. Or give it to you. Because okay. we're first. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ben, if I you decide to get the new Venom, you can give me your old one. That would be great. There you too. go. <laughs> um, great friends. Boy, this is tough. The Yelena from uh, Black Widow 2, 1? I don't know. It was released. And I'll be honest, it did Florence Pugh real dirty here. I I don't think this portrait looks particularly good. Um I don't know. This seems like a, a miss to me. I think it looks a little too big in a lot of the photos. Uh, and I just, the likeness is, is, is off to me. See, I'm going the exact opposite way. I think wow. that this, in a few shots, it actually looks a lot like Florence Pugh. She has a really bulbous, odd-shaped head as she it is. She does. Yeah. Yeah, she, like she's beautiful. Like, uh, I, I love Florence Pugh. I think she's gorgeous, but she's got a really odd-shaped head. Just watch Midsommar, by the way incredibly fucked up movie don't watch it if you if you haven't yet just don't watch it um, but yeah i think that it looks really nice like honestly the sculpts in the in the blogger photos made me kind of want to go get this eventually when it hits deep deep uh, bargain bin discount what do you think dean yeah this is a hundred percent um bargain bin figure um you're gonna see this character again she was already in the hawkeye show um uh, she's moving forward as the, I guess, the new Black Widow. Um, so this isn't even like the definitive look for this character as of right now. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, in, in the next, you know, five to six years, there's going to be three or four versions of this character. So, yeah, if, if you're going to get it, I I say wait until you could get it real cheap. Um it's not a bad looking figure. I mean, objectively, it looks fine. It's just, you know, is it worth retail? Probably not. And this vest is so iconic, you know? Just a real natural tie-in to, to Civil <laughs> this War. This movie was so bad, <laughs> but Infinity the vest War, thing, yeah. the vest and the superhero landing parts were fucking hilarious. 
CGI is terrible oh, in this movie. Really. My goodness. I still like this movie. I thought it was okay. You guys, it's fun. It's fun. It's it was fun. It was fun. Um, I a so for guy, ben. I right. Um, I think Dean made a really good point. The definitiveness of this figure. I think when we see her again, they're just gonna ha- be able to kind of continue to improve all of it, right? The sculpt and everything. How many Scarlett Johansons did we get before we've even got to the current version? And even people say that that's not hundred percent quite yet. So like, I think that you know when you have really smooth skin. And for whatever reason, you're a female character. It, they have a harder time getting the likeness right off the bat. For whatever reason. There's been some strong ones. Pete made the point the other day of, of Leia uh, being really strong and, and being young. And But but still, I feel like they they nail some of these sculpts. And I know Gare Bear, $25. Look at that. What a fucking guy, Gare Bear. What Love a legend. You too, buddy. Thank what you so legend. much. Um, obviously, I know that there are characters out there, um, even like Wanda, that we're still waiting for. Like Wanda's been... A long time coming, and what is she going to necessarily look like when we get the final production in hand? Like, don't put that evil out there, Ben. She's I know, but it's it's it makes people it makes me nervous because I've got Wanda on order. So I'm like, that's one I really want. This was one I I was willing to pass on. If they'd solicited Red Guardian, maybe with this though, so you could have like the trifecta from the film, it might have got me to push over the edge a little bit because I thought he was a cool character and I liked the actor. So, but I think I'll pass on this at this point. There you go. Uh, let's stay with Marvel here. This is the gentle moon figure, um, Mr. Moon Knight from Soso Toys, 135 on KG Hobby. Uh, this one comes out Q4 2023. Um, I think that the sculpt looks pretty good. Um, I, I've seen some people say they don't like it, but I, I don't quite get that. Uh, he does come with that extra shirt with rolled up sleeves, the scarab, the Moon Knight boomerangs. Uh, several hands and the generic kind of so-so toys metal base. Um, I think I, I, I like this. I, I never really got that into Moon Knight. Um, I think I only got to like the third episode. So I, it was like right when this look was introduced. Um, I, I do need to revisit it, but at 135 the price isn't too bad. And um, honestly, this might be a pickup at some point, um, especially since it's hard to find... Um, oscar isaac portraits a lot of people were saying you could take this and put it on a luke figure to make like a poe dameron and that's not really how that outfit works at all but you know wishful thinking i'll give it to you wishful thinking i thought it was Um, a very creative idea i was like that i (laughs) like like, that i could make my uh, my, that's that eye thing that you were talking about a few weeks back that eye trick where if you look at it you're like yeah that's poe dameron you could see it there you go 100 percent um i do like that it comes with that second shirt so you don't have to uh worry about folding up the sleeves um, and I think that the textile work on the suit and the um, the vest here, I think they all look really good. So for 135, I think the textures, the uh, and and just knowing So So Toys in general, I think this is a fine release. To be honest, I I, I don't have a lot of complaints about it. Um, yeah, this is also another figure that you kind of have your pick of the litter at this point. There's a bunch of these guys out there. I think four, three or four. Um, three, I think. Yeah. The- with the gentleman moon knight so um yeah i think the poe dameron head sculpt or uh, oscar isaac head sculpt is, <laughs> there you see um, <laughs> it's pretty good i like i know exactly who that's supposed to be now this is a you know uh prototype so who knows what it's actually gonna look like but you know um yeah if you're desperate to have this guy on the shelf i think this is a pretty solid version um comes with about everything you kind of expect so yeah, I think it's fine. I, it's non-offensive to me. 
Yeah, I didn't love this show, honestly. Like, it started so strong. The first episode was so good. It really faded. It kind of, you know, got good again in the middle, but and then just petered out. Um, so didn't love the property. Love Oscar Isaac, though. I think this head sculpt is pretty strong. Like, I see the likeness there a lot. Um, and I like this suit design as well. Um, so, so I am tempted. I think the only thing that's giving me, a, you know, a lot of second thoughts here is not knowing where to buy so so toys uh, for you for the united states since kit doesn't sell them there um, i know there's a few other options but i know i've got a pre-order with another seller and uh, a so so figure and haven't really heard from them so i'm a bit nervous there so it's like i'm kind of in a weird position obviously there are veterans in the community i can consult with if i really need to pull the trigger um, so i'm on the fence if, if it was a certainty it was on one six kit i probably would pull the trigger um, today, but um, because I have to shop around a little bit, it's making me a bit anxious. And then it's like, do I really need it? Is it really worth that hassle? Because uh, there's so much heat coming out. But what do you think, Ben? Um, absolutely. Erwin here says, uh, put the portrait on the Finn TFA, um, sorry, the Force Awakens uh, brown jacket version for your resistance Poe. Yeah, I can see it. Um, so I actually normally like to display my figures as, as best I can, like one, one per case. But I really enjoyed the Moon Knight show. I, I'm clearly a, a part of the minority there. I had never read the comics. I didn't know much about the character. Uh, I really like Oscar Isaac as an actor. So I was like, you know, I, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I went in. I'd not seen any trailers. I didn't really look at anybody's opinions. And I just kind of just watched it week over week, but just by myself, having a good time. And I loved the heck out of the show. And so I immediately had pre-ordered uh, the Moon Knight Hot Toys. Uh, version and one of the things that really connected with me was I had studied psychology in university and dissociative identity disorder or like multiple personality disorder is something that I I had written some like some thesis on and so like that connected with me I thought they did a really good job I thought he did an amazing job being both characters kind of all at the same time and if I was going to display Moon Knight I'd thought about getting this white suit version as a back-to-back -back pairing in one square, just kind of showing that division of personality while also having the display of both Moon Knight and uh, and everybody. So I, I don't know. I think it's for the price at 135 bucks. it makes me really excited that they've done it first so that yeah, I can have two figures uh, for a significantly lower cost and still be thrilled about the, the setup. But Dante's Boneyard said, uh, I'll have to finish watching on replay. Damn working shift. Take it easy, gentlemen. Thanks for coming by, buddy. Definitely appreciate it. Love to see it. So um, Bob Dylan sent me this comparison photo. We have Stephen Grant on the left and Mark Spector on the right. So it looks like S Hero may have the better portrait for the Mark Spector look and so so for the Stephen Grant look. Uh, thank you for that. Appreciate the uh, reference there. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about this, Marco. What do you think? The Star Ace Rocky. How do you think this has come out? Absolutely horrendous. This is actually my first time seeing this. I've been kind of out of the loop uh did it melt was it was there a temperature <laughs> issue does he have yeah what's going on here this is awful that's, that's what that's the quality there my friend from yeah friends they, over at star ace i think they need to yeah never mind that's gonna be a little too harsh i, I think that we need to reconsider some of the licenses that these folks are getting because the, the quality is not living up to the licenses they have unfortunately so hopefully they they find their stride but this ain't it this is not cutting it what do you guys think this is <clears throat> i haven't seen this either did uh, any of y'all look at the show sheet or do your homework before the show jesus uh, no <laughs> the show's I, called I saw do you your post homework it. i saw you <laughs> do post your homework 
I didn't click on, on it. Homework show, no less. Because like you know, when you're just scrolling on your phone, I was like, okay, there's the photo. I didn't really like take the time to click on and zoom. Yeah, in. I didn't zoom in. I just saw like, oh, we'll talk about it on the show. Okay, but this guys. is fucking <laughs> horrendous. This is. If I was Sylvester Stallone, I'd be calling my lawyers. This is well. We'll get to it in two seconds. Oh wow! I think may have, <laughs> I think there may have been some movement already. Ben, what do you think about this? I uh, yeah. I, I also didn't look at it that closely. I saw that it was on the show sheet. All and was right, pretty I'm stoked about here. it. So. <laughs> Thank goodness. I, I, honestly, I hey, you guys that way get our you're giving your yeah, genuine reaction. This is the first time I've. That's I've what really people seen say. It. Who don't want to do the work beforehand. So. That's not what they say. That is not what they say. But anyways. Um, I don't know. He looks a little bit like Jackie Chan, uh, in my opinion. I like. I see like more of an Asian young gentleman there than well, Rocky Balboa. So why do you just do. always total get line. to race? <laughs> That's not racist. I just see him as an Asian sculpt, bro. Okay, don't ever talk about Jackie Chan like that. How dare you? Oh my, God. how dare you? Okay, so um, you know it's gonna be bad when the um company that released it turns off the comments on the post and they basically <laughs> oh, no. do that for all their six scale stuff it's it's bad erwin says forget the show sheet we'll do it live <laughs> that's right um so bob dylan sucks. says poor isaac man can play three personalities in one mcu show and still not get a single hot toy sculpt <laughs> he can play three personalities in one show and we'll still call him poe dameron so that's <laughs> tell you something. <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, talking to Mime says he likes unrehearsed reactions. That's fine about unrehearsed, but I, you got to do some some of the work beforehand. Now, Stallone Shop, I mentioned that maybe they're taking their own hands because it's all shitty. This was they're releasing the Lone Shark Collector from the Rocky Legacy Collection. Now, Stallone Shop has been putting out their own figures for a while. Uh, we've said um, that at some point it's got to probably start to trend towards some very, very, very popular roles like Rocky. And it seems like it is beginning to do that quickly. Bob Dylan with the super chat, Ben's childhood phobia. I see minorities everywhere. On CW oh or what? Oh now this one, uh, there's two versions. So it's 280 for the regular, which is this version here uh, in line with Hot Toys pricing. And then 380 for the deluxe version. That's Q1 2024. The regular version comes with the ball, the notebook, the pencil, and uh, the dog there. And so that looks uh, looks pretty good there. Um, I think the paint work on the sculpt probably needs a little bit of work, but overall it's not too bad. Now this is the ultimate edition, so you get a second portrait which does not have the hat. You also get the um, turtle container, which I think is a nice little touch, and you also get a sort of like a street corner um, diorama base, and then you also get a hat that he can hold. Uh, for, so for an extra hundred bucks, you get a sculpt, a diorama base, and some turtles. Kind of iffy on whether that's worth it or not. You Bro, know, people are losing their mind over a churro. Okay, I think the oh, turtles well, you're can not, get a pass. The, you're not wrong. The base is kind of fire. I'm not gonna lie. The base. So the cool thing about this base, though, is I think you can use it for a lot of different things. So yeah. you know, you're not shoehorned into just Rocky. And I think the quality on these portraits is such that, um, you know. I think they need more paint work. Like Hot Toys does the freckling. I think that makes them look really, really realistic. But honestly, this compared to this, which is probably the same price, like it's a no-brainer to me. Um, his, uh, I think Dean Knight did some reviews on some of the recent Stallone Shop figures, and I mean, I think they came out pretty good compared to the prototypes. So yeah, um, I have no especially, doubt that these will. Especially because Stallone almost seems to be involved in like 
not every single step of the making of the figure but i mean he'll post updates where he's got like prototypes he's like yo check yeah. this out um that starry's one is egregious that is i i'm all, almost at a loss for words <laughs> how awful this is like i don't <laughs> the more I you mean, keep it on just... there the more i see jackie chan <laughs> even though like with the the box behind the figure it's like i would almost settle for just the box like why are you showing it compared to something that blows it out of the water it, it i feel so too. bad for what they're about to do to carl weathers uh oh stars <laughs> needs to fucking hang it up bro just stop making figures 100 like, they have <laughs> they haven't made anything worth buying I can't think of the last. Maybe the Leonidas. That figure like, is actually pretty fucking fire. It's pretty good. I have it. Um, I changed out the body, but um, dear God, like I didn't even pay retail for that. So, <laughs> um, bro, I can't get over the goofy hat too. <laughs> like so bad. It's just oh man, it's bad. For those of you watching or listening, look it up because it's horrific. <laughs> look it up. It's, <laughs> It's horrific looking. Um, this Stallone shop one is so much more impressive. Yeah, I was sold on it more with the hat version. As soon as you scrolled to the, the deluxe version, I think that one looks a little weird, a little silly. Like, it's something in the forehead and the hair sculpt. I think the one really? with the hat is honestly the uh, the one the to, to have go. out of these. Uh, this looks a lot more like Stallone, for sure. I showed... Yeah uh shauna and she says it doesn't look anything like jackie chan so we are we are good there <laughs> uh, wow uh, or Jesus. I, a little michael jackson he actually with the jacket and the way his like feet are posed but that's a reach so i like this one way more though i think it is the best of all the rocky versions uh to be serious that's, that's they should do a twins movie but instead of schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito it's Stallone and Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. <laughs> yes. Someone edit that and post it. We need that. Um, um, I will say, though, these look a little stylized almost, right? Like, they look cartoony, which I think is fine. It's like, you know, it's just falling a bit short of that realism, but at least they're 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 hitting hitting what they maybe were going for. They're like, instead of us trying to go full-on realistic, we'll go slightly stylized. It almost looks like a poster in a way. Um, and I that's think way better Stallone than what Starry just has a very stylized face. He does. Right. I, I almost there's like no yeah. one that looks like Sylvester Stallone. It might almost be the paint applications, though, because it just looks like, maybe like Zach was saying. It just doesn't have that fine detail, so it makes it look more cartoony. Um, yeah. And, and it's Starry's also very movie, matte. It's very yeah, matte. it's matte. It's matte. So maybe that's what I'm reacting to. Like this one right here, you, you see it a lot where it just looks like, it's a, very flat. like a cartoon. Yeah, it's flat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. I will say though, of all the one six scale dogs I've seen released by licensed companies, this is good. the best dog. Compared to one that came with Marty oh, is fucking Jesus. almost as bad as that Star Ace Rocky. Talk about but that Marty like with Star Ace Rocky and you got the the Star Ace set. Einstein with the stopwatch around him, it, I warmed up to it. I I kept him in storage <laughs> until I got the stopwatch. There you up. go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Dean, tell us about this, these these uh, teases here by uh, three zero. Okay, well, this figure's out. It's on my shelf. Okay, this, well, if I can just talk through them, please. I, um, this <laughs> figure is also out. These are uh, Berserk figures. Um, they released the standard guts? Yeah, years ago. I thought it was just this one Also here, the skull. With the bloody no, one. And no, he ragged on us for not doing the homework. No, the bloody one comes with the I head sculpts, <laughs> which is the deluxe. The regular one just comes with the, the wolf armor. This one came out like in 
it's old. Uh, Greg had this one. Lord Greg, thought, shout out Lord Greg. So then the only one new is the um, Griffith. The yeah. Griffith. Yeah. Skull Knight also came out. They're also, Some people they're, were saying they were going to remake these. The, no, they just had all their figures on display. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only the Griffith. That's why I only put Griffith up there. Um, Are you going to get Griffith? I'll probably get Griffith, but yeah, I'll probably get Griffith. Um, he's such a piece of shit. I fucking hate Griffith, but it's a good bad guy. You know, if you hate the villain, like they're writing it well. So yeah, I will probably get this. It looks fantastic. Um, it's, it's funny cause like the cape is like fully rendered, like, <laughs> and then the figures in, like, but the gray. figures just like all flat gray and black, uh, undersuit, but it looks really good. Like the sculpt from what I can tell looks fantastic. It looks like it's going to make a good figure. Um, this is the Femto armor, I guess, right? No, For that's Griffith. Griffith. No, that's just Griffith. I thought this is, but this Femto... is when he transforms, right? No, Femto... this isn't his normal Hawk armor, is it? Yeah. Really? But he gets it again when he, when he's resurrected. But Femto is in like a black purple, like. Oh, you are correct. Suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are correct. I know. Damn, it's been a while since I've seen Berserk. I just, I, love, I just watch I it. Berserk. I don't read it. I'm yeah. nerd. I'm a silly boy. Uh, Dean, what is? Uh, tell us about this too. This is something yeah, I'm so really they, excited for. Yeah, three zero finally showed off their uh, VF one from uh, Macross slash Robotech. Um, fully transformable, um, so you get all three modes, Batroid, uh, Garewalk, and Fighter um, mode. Um, I'm not sure the scale. I'm thinking it's like 172nd scale, so probably about like 8 or 9 inches tall when it's in Batroid mode. So, um, yeah, it, it looks fantastic. It's got all the decals on it already, um, lots of little subtle details uh compared to the line art of the show pretty spot on that's pretty good i don't know if it's better than the dx chagokin by bandai but this is pretty close um but again huge difference in scale so uh this will probably be more budget friendly probably around like 100 150 bucks maybe hopefully um <clears throat> but uh yeah it's our first time seeing it uh, it was at uh new york uh Three zero New York show. They just like put a bunch of figures on display. So very this cool. was supposed to be shown like last fall, right? Yeah, yeah. They announced it last year, some like middle of the year, and then they were like, "Oh, like huge announcement coming up for Robotech, like in the fall." It was like November or something. I have all the screenshots still on my phone because I was like, "I'm gonna wait for it." Like the following week, I kept going back to check. Like, did they post something? Like, what did I miss? Never showed it off, so this is our first time seeing it. Uh, and it looks fantastic. This is a VF1J, uh, Rick Hunter, Hikaru. So, this may um, be my first Robotech item. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, 3-0 doesn't make shitty stuff. I mean, they yeah. really fucking knock everything out of the park, so. They do. I'm excited. Um, so, you mentioned the scale. So, 172nd, if that's the estimate, what is that? What is it, like a 9-inch figure you said? Yeah, Definitely. like okay. yeah, seven or eight. Yeah, because that's about what the um, well, it depends. Like the Optimus is pretty tall. I think he's like fifteen inches. It, you don't think it would be that tall, right? No, I wish it'd be that probably tall. closer even to like Ch the Bumblebee, like the six seven mark. Yeah, even the Chigokins are only like eleven, twelve, maybe. Oh, yeah. So this would be much smaller. I'm excited. I uh, I don't have Chigokin money, but I might have the hundred dollar 
three zero uh, DLX price money. So, are this you collecting neat. stuff like this, Dean? Then, like, is this something that you're active? Oh yeah, for? my whole, okay. this whole thing right next to me is all. there's a store uh near me actually that i haven't gone through because it it has like all of this kind of stuff and i might take you for a video tour at some point and see if there's anything you're looking for that's cool wow that looks good buddy what a guy what a guy take you for a walk Um, with me there you go (laughs) now ben this was uh something that you added to the show sheet exo6 teasing a voyager backdrop so what what exactly does that mean yeah, so, I mean, if you see the picture here, basically, um, Exo-6 has teased this background, so the bridge of the Star Trek Voyager uh, starship. And it's pretty cool because, I mean, tons of the episodes are centered around the bridge, obviously, right? And I think, for the most part, the Exo-6 line, this is now the most complete of all of the lines, uh, Star Trek-wise, so far. Uh, they're still missing uh, the Bologna Taurus and the, and the uh, Tom Paris, uh, so the two people up near the front there, but... Everybody else has been so far either solicited, released, uh, or or out uh, and sold out already. So uh, it's going to be a pretty complete bridge crew, uh, and it's cool that we may get a Star Trek background like this. Because I don't think I would buy the Voyager set, but if they did a Star Trek The Next Generation uh, background bridge, I would 100% uh, buy that with some figures. Bob Dylan, if you mention Ben at your LCS and tell an off-color joke, you get 10% off any Asian figure. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. So, Ben... What exactly are they soliciting here? A printout or like an actual 3D item that like would be this whole back wall? To be honest, it, it's so impossible to say at this point. It's coming from Nanjin, uh, the developer here, there who's like notoriously a little uh, interesting, uh, quirky for sure, and doesn't yeah. give a lot of information. He just kind of tends to hell marry things out there and say, you know, like this, this may come, or this is something that we're looking at, or this is an envisioning that's, that's coming true, and something along those lines. So uh, as more information comes up, I'll, I'll bring it up again. Uh, but uh, but again, if it's cool, if it if it looks like this, I think that's pretty cool, especially for a, a next generation bridge totally. yeah if it's just a printout just go to walgreens and print one out yourself don't don't get bamboos i don't think it's a printout but it could have, be. have they made the chairs or any consoles or anything like that I'm, or just figures they have done the chair from the first contact bridge uh of star okay. trek but uh but not of the ship yet ben Got you it. just said you don't think this is a printout what do you think it is i think it's a little cardboard backdrop that's a well, printout. Prints it on cardboard, but yeah, you could easily just no, make like three D. I think you could. No, I don't want to make it myself. I'm not that creative. Like a little no. pancake in the background. You'd love to see. I know. It. She's I, uh, I think I think there would have some raised texturing. I think it would look more than just like a flat printout. Like uh, I think you're going to be details. shocked when you see it. I hope. I hope I'm not wrong. Does it survive the pocket test though? <laughs> um, <laughs> Marco, tell me about this. So Mars toys. Uh, releasing a Wonka and Oompa Loompa. So you can get this two different ways, Wonka with the Oompa Loompa or just the Oompa Loompa by itself. Uh, 268 releasing Q1 2024 for the two-pack. And then uh, the single Oompa Loompa is 104. What are your thoughts on this? Okay, so a bit of uh, positive, a bit of negative. I love that Mars Toys is doing these really offbeat figures or properties that we probably wouldn't get from other companies. You know, when um, InArt puts up their posts, like, what would you like to see? really random stuff comes up and you're like, there's no way anyone will ever do that. Um, but the fact that they're doing seemingly really high quality um, figures from, again, a property that Hot Toys would never touch, very likely would not be done by a licensed company. 
I love it. Like I think that these look really nice. Now is the is the likeness 100% there? Maybe not, but they're going to come in at, at a competitive price. You're going to be able to put together a Willy Wonka display with the golden ticket, which is an awesome touch. Um, and looks it looks like they're teasing the Johnny Depp version as well, which is whatever. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, yeah, I think that's we don't need that. But yeah, so so obviously an absolute classic film. I've seen this a billion times. I don't know that it's for me. I don't know that I'd need a Willy Wonka. Um, but it, awesome. So really happy that they're doing it. I'm a bit scared that hot or that Mars toys is getting a bit over their skis at this point because they are announcing and teasing so much stuff. Are they really going to be able to release all of this in a timely manner? I guess time will tell. Um, I don't have a, enough familiarity with them. Obviously they knocked it out of the park with the Joker, but yeah, so, so they're tackling properties that we really like to see at a, at a seemingly high quality but can they release them in a timely manner? Uh, only time will tell. So that's a bit scary. But uh, Ben, what do you think about this? I wonder if they're closer to having the production final than we expect. Maybe they're waiting longer to cook it in the oven before they actually solicit it. Unlike Maybe, Hot hopefully. Toys that solicit it, solicits way further out in advance. I guess the only downfall there is it would be hard to know what kind of pre-order uh, amount you'd get. So you wouldn't want to start producing figures and then be unaware of the final result. But um, I thought it was interesting because Mars Toys for me lately has been kind of one of those posts on Facebook that I look for kind of every day or every other day to see what next unique figure might be a possibility in the collection. I think it's kind of exciting. I, it's, I like it that it's not predictable. And when they posted the other day a tease post that said something along the lines of a dream figure is uh, coming to people's collections or something along that line, and then they put this out the next day... Um, I, like it made me actually laugh out loud when I saw it because it's not something that I think would bring I would bring to my collection even though this was the Willy Wonka movie that I grew up with. Um, I I wouldn't collect it, but I think it's awesome that they gave it to us. I I'm very excited about it. And Art Captain Frodo seventy seven with a four ninety nine uh, super chat. Thank you, good sir. He says, uh, "Yo, shout out to Zach's Wonderland. I can't receive my pile of loot." Uh, or I, I can't. I can't not, wait. Oh, I can't to wait receive to receive my pile, my pile of loot. <laughs> As always, I look forward to listening on replay. Uh, thanks for the super chat, good sir. That's really generous. Um, but yeah, I oh think this God. is cool. Now, I, I like you said, they solicited the the other Willy Wonka uh, version, the Johnny Depp one. Um, Pete uh, strategically pointed out to me the other day from OFAC that uh, uh, that particular Oompa Loompa in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory film is actually all of the same actor, whereas in this film it wasn't. So you wouldn't necessarily want to try an army build these Oompa Loompas even though you can buy them separately for 100 bucks. You may want to wait till the, the next iteration if you wanted to be as accurate as possible in your collection. So shout out for Pete to, for that um, you know raspberry of knowledge because I thought it was it was interesting. But uh, otherwise I think it's cool. I think they, they're you know banging these out. So good on them. It makes me more excited about my Riddler that's coming. Now Zach, I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. Because this is a What do you I get when you up. guzzle down sweets? Oh, sorry, Dean. Go for it. <laughs> wow. Wow. That, that was, was a great. good, smart that joke. Thought hang that's on. You were going. Hang you on. cannot get hang enough on. praise for that. I'm giving Marco a hot seat point for that because that, <laughs> that was a was fucking dope. fire. <laughs> oh, that was a fire. Oh, bro. my God. That was good. That's not where I was going with this. No, I was going to ask on Ben's show, I made it a point to, to talk about the whole molecule eight thing i'm gonna this, talk about it yeah. this was gonna be their next figure and i know you were really excited about the willy wonka yes willis wonka yes of course so i want to know your actual thoughts on this figure like is this like are you yeah 
happy you're getting it are you gonna get it are you disappointed like what's so okay so when willy wonka was solicited by molecule eight this was the image that they showed a lot and i always felt like this was a photoshop and by this point in molecule eight's tenure they had already done like a lot of sketchy shit and on one of the posts that um ct603 posted jordan um Oilers Workshop said, yeah, that's a Photoshop. You could easily make this. The only photo that I remember seeing of the actual portrait in hand was this photo here. And to be honest, like, these are much different sculpts. Like, the one that's in the wide shot and then the one that's here. I never felt like this was a good portrait. And by this point in Molecule 8's history, like, we had already seen how bad the John Lennon was when it was released from what it was solicited. They did K.A. Kim sculpt dirty. And I want to say this was my kill that sculpted this one. And this was a good portrait, but again, it wasn't the John Lennon prototype. And what we saw on the release from Molecule 8 was far off of that. Now, obviously the Wonka never really got off the ground. It was canceled. The company was kind of ghosted everyone. And then like two years later, they went out of business. Um, so I never really felt that what molecule eight had showed us was that good now i will say this sculpt is not perfect and i know michael showed us um in the private chats uh 12 inch moose stream uh that it kind of looks like michael sarah and now that i'm seeing that it's difficult to unsee um but i do think that this portrait is pretty good i don't think it's perfect um i think you know it's certainly not the Mars Toys Cesar Romero quality. I will say, though, from what we have seen objectively, the quality that um, Mars Toys has solicited versus what they released is pretty close. I'm talking about probably 90%. And so I'm happy with this 90%. I, I'm, I'm happy with 100% versus 90% of this. I do think it could be better. I think most 1-6 scale portraits from any company could be better. I think there's very few that I'm like, that is a perfect you know, shrink ray portrait. But I think, I think this could certainly use work. I think where this figure really shines is the accessories. You get probably just about everything you could think of from the film. You get that life-size golden ticket. You get a few of the smaller ones, the chocolate bars, the everlasting gobstoppers, uh, the cane, like, I mean, literally just all these things, the, the wax teacup, the half bust there. Um, literally in my head, I haven't seen this movie in a while, but I was thinking like, Oh, does it have this? checked it boom it had it and so i think i think this this is a neat release now the one thing that i do not like about this release is i don't like when companies try to dictate how we order their items so you can get it with an oompa loompa or just the oompa loompa by itself now obviously most people will order you know one of these and let's say like two to three oompa loompas whatever i personally oompa loompa is not my favorite part of the movie and i'm probably in a very small minority but I would have liked it if they gave us an option, and that's why I haven't ordered yet, if it was just Willy Wonka. Because if Wonka's 268 and the Oompa Loompa's 104, I'd rather just take like 90 bucks off the price and get a, a Willy Wonka for 180. That's how I personally feel. Um, again, not a huge fan of the Oompa Loompas. Um, they were the worst part of the movie for me as a kid. Um, I think they're much better in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Deep Roy. Um, but yeah. All things considered, I think this is a good figure. I think the tailoring is a bit off, especially after we've seen how good their uh, prank villain was. But I think this is good. This is one of these um, 
movies that I, I watched a lot growing up. Um, we went to this like child care facility during the summers when my mom was at work and they play this movie a lot. And I used to hate it as a kid, but growing up, I've grown to appreciate it. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot to like about this. And if they're, I keep going back to it, but if, if this is as good a release as some of the other things that they've done, like prank villain, this is going to be like a, a banger figure. And I think Mars toys is lining themselves up to be, up there in that discussion for company of the year, or at least one of their releases for figure of the year. I think they've been doing some great stuff. And, yeah. you know, even at, even at two sixty eight, compared to hot toys, it's not bad. You're getting two full figures. You know, I think this is three portraits or maybe two, um, and a shitload of accessories like this. This to me is a quality release. And my only real complaint is that I wish I could just buy the Wonka by itself. Yeah. I mean, you got people like 12-inch Moonstream down here. One set and two Oompa Loompas. There's people going to be looking for Oompa Loompas, man. You can make your money back. That's true. Smart man. You Smart man. That, yeah. Um, That's not a bad idea, Dean. And who knows? Maybe I get it in a hand and I love the Oompa Loompa, but... Yeah. I don't know. I just... They're always kind of creepy to me. They're Never very yeah, upsetting, I, for sure. I In, in either iteration of... Charlie and the like Chocolate Cabbage. Factory or Willy Wonka, the Oompa Loompas are my least favorite part of those movies. It creeped me out. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I know you were really excited about the the Molecule Eight one, so yeah. it's nice to see that this is finally coming yeah. to fruition. So, and I will say, like, those comparisons are not terrible when people are saying, like, "Well, the Molecule Eight is better," but you also have to remember this will actually likely come out, unlike the the uh, Molecule Eight one. And this yeah. company has proven to release quality figures, unlike Molecule Eight with the Lennon. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, and also, also uh, I'm almost certain that Mars Toys is actually paying the people that are making these figures, unlike also Molecule 8. So, yeah, and Molecule um, 8 also doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Molecule... I remember when I first started the show, like the first three or four episodes are talking about Molecule 8, and then they went radio silent. And I remember later on in the run, I think probably before episode 40, they had officially filed with the British government to like dissolve as a company. And it was like, oh, they're gone. Like that, everyone that was owed money, like they're shit out of luck now. Um, so yeah, don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang my hat on anything that Molecule Eight had done or had advertised. Um, yeah, I would respectfully disagree there, buddy. Um, so Mars Toys is doing a neat thing, and so Kit has done something like this in the past. Um, I would say it had dubious results for the grand prize he had put like scratch off tickets uh, into a bunch of different packages allegedly someone had or there were two winners right there was only supposed to be one and the guy that had the second card he was real sketchy he wouldn't photograph it like straight up and he didn't want to send it back in so i um yeah i i don't know what that is but mars toys is doing a little fancy golden ticket opportunity so if you pre-order with one six kit you will have a chance to get an extra golden ticket uh, they'll send five golden tickets with $100 worth of reward points on 1-6 kit uh, for the early, early bird pre-orders from the 1st of May to the 3rd of May. My They're boy, out... I want my boy. <laughs> uh, five golden tickets with $50 uh, worth of reward points on OSK before the actual pre-order cutoff date. So there'll be a total of 10 extra golden tickets to be included randomly with the pre-orders. And I do hope that they actually like clarify what these are supposed to look like because, um, you know, someone's going to get this big golden ticket in their order and think they won and probably be upset. So hopefully they are actually different than what they're uh, sending to uh, 
as, as part of the actual package itself. So that's pretty neat. Uh, oh, here it is. Actually, just kidding. It's it's right here. So you get... Uh, well, this is the graphic. Though. So this might not actually be the golden ticket. Um, but that is exciting. I think it's fun when companies do like things like this. It just adds a little extra excitement. And especially for this figure, like the whole beginning of the movie it's like that excitement of opening your candy bar and do you have that golden ticket and it's like you're opening your one six kit order and is there a golden ticket in your wonka like it's it's pretty good marketing like i've i've it. continually been impressed with um a lot of things that marsh toys is doing and this continues that um you know that whole thing um when i used to work with this nonprofit, we would do these like coral selling events and we would give out coolers to the the members that paid, and uh, they were like, you know, kind of like shitty lunchbox coolers. But you know, there's just like a nice little trinket item, and we did a golden ticket type thing, and it, it was like a huge success. So I'm very very keen on like the Wonka golden ticket idea. So maybe we'll have to do that for Patreon one day. Um, but yeah, Marco, there's an update for the um, the Joker. Do you want to go ahead and read that one off? Yeah, so uh, Kit put out another update. So they just had a, a batch of, um, I, I forget the numbers, but basically up until 77,810, my order was included in that. Ben, have you received your invoice yet? I have not got the invoice yet. I just saw okay. this. I was like, oh, I, again, just seeing this for the first time. You're getting my on-screen reaction. Holy there shit. Oh, right. is, the, is the email here? It's not. Wow. It's okay. not. Because when not. you and I were chatting about this a few days ago, this is what I was referring to, Ben. So I know. it looks okay. like these are on the way. Um, so yeah, so exciting that it seems like production is really ramped up. Now we'll see if there's any dip in quality. Um, I haven't heard any horror, horror stories from the last batch, but yeah, it seems and, like... Um, and you said I put bad juju out there. You, I'm wow. just saying, you never know. Things things have ramped what up pretty significantly, so it seems like they're getting through their, their batches pretty quickly, and um, we'll see if they get another figure out this year. That would be really exciting if they do. I know Zach cannot wait for his 10th Gandalf, so... Yeah, it looks uh, like perfect. I'm in this. I'm in this numbered, numbered batch, so cross fingers. All right, so it should be coming here soon. Says, be better if you find a golden ticket you got a free figure that's wishful thinking but you also have to realize kit is probably not like this massive super wealthy company so for them to give out 500 dollars in the first batch and uh 250 on the second like you know the margins are probably pretty slim for what he's profiting and it's just a nice little fun thing so um the uh, one six kit. So if you if you are interested in making a purchase of the Wonka, uh, you can get ten dollars off your purchase uh, if you if it's your first purchase uh, using code CW one zero. Again, that's CW one zero on one six kit.com. Um, also, to note, to order the Wonka, you have to log in. I was doing research for the show today, and I couldn't find it on their website, and I was very frustrated. And uh, it turns out you have to log in. So. Do that if you want to order it. And then Off the Racks Collectibles, $15 off your $100 purchase with code CW. That's on any purchase that you make over $100. If it's a pre-order, though, the $15 will be taken off the final um, invoice amount. Uh, so our main topic for today is do your homework. And Anart released a huge amount of information this week. I'm losing my voice a little bit, so I'm going to paraphrase a lot of this. Um, but basically they're continuing to advertise that they're making the highest quality premium six scale figures. They're scrutinizing every detail and making adjustments throughout the development process, which again, I feel like they're saying this. And then they're also telling us that things that we've pointed out that are inaccurate on other figures, they can't do. 
So again, really muddy messaging there. Uh, but they did have some updates. So the Chinese Odyssey Part 2 Cinderella Zijia uh, Celestial. That's a new one that we haven't seen yet. Uh, the prototype is complete and the official pictures and videos have been shot. So we'll be seeing that soon. Uh, they're um, delaying the pre-order from the targeted date of April to a date in the near future. Um, they also... Um, are apologizing for some of the delays that they're making um, and some other figures that they've mentioned. So we've known that Harry Potter was coming for a while. Uh, they have apparently uh, poured a lot of work into the development and breakthrough of the new version of the Sculpts accessories and movie accurate clothing. And there are the final stages of adjustment for that. So in May, we should see that the Bruce Wayne uh, and Batman figure. They're saying it's a very complex figure, but they are still working on that. And again, every piece of feedback and suggestion you give is valued at InArt. They're a growing team. We hope to keep moving forward in the development and production of figures. For Gandalf, after the work was exhibited overseas at the end of 2022, we listened to the valuable suggestions of many collectors and have created a feedback document. We have been using these suggestions to optimize and adjust during the production stage. We will complete the final process and adjustments as soon as possible and announce the production progress pictures. For Pennywise, the clothing production is almost complete. The head sculpt, rooting, painting, and hair process is steadily advancing. They will finish process and share updates on the production as soon as possible. And for Aragorn, they have a lot of changes, um, which is kind of where uh, Dean and Ben had some issues. So they are continuing to make this accurate. They're also doing different bonus scene accessories. Uh, and so the optimizations that they listed are the official self-supporting channel, special accessories, the black cloak published, which I don't understand what that means. The belt and belt buckle optimization, the boots optimization, the armor optimization, the sword strap optimization, the marching quilt and black cloak folded state and arrow bag and bow pulling gesture and floor. Uh, I assume they mean the display stand optimization. So um, hopefully the, the display stand optimization means they made the magnets like 10 times bigger so that people don't have the issues with the Joker. Uh, and these are the photos that they shared. So um, these aren't bad. I just really wish they would shoot these just on a neutral background so we could get a really good look at it. But compared to some of the other things that they've shown us, this isn't terrible. I just wish that they were a little bit more contrast between the backdrop and the foreground. So um Ben and Dean, you guys had some issues, which you guys articulated great in the um, the show sheet chat. Uh, so tell us, what, what do you think about this? Um, yeah, it just seems very. I don't even know how to word it. It's like, what? What are you doing over there that you need the community to be doing all the research and development for you? It's like you already had to have them tell you how to fix Gandalf then again with Aragorn and then almost like seemingly saying like well like moving forward like it's up to you guys now to do all the fucking you know research into what makes these figures you know accurate or not which you know I guess that's fine like and because someone who gives a shit is going to give a shit more than somebody who's just, you know, in it for the money. But like, dear God, it seems like what every fucking release you're going to have to be taking feedback on this shit. Does that make sense? It does for sure. I, I feel divided on my thoughts here because 
on one hand, when I initially saw this, I was like, kind of what Dean just said, like another one, like another one that they need to optimize and not necessarily just get right the first time for collectors. We're paying a ton of money for these figures. So for us to have to, to vet it for them seems a little, a little backwards. On the other hand, I also like that we're able to communicate some of our challenges. I thought it was a huge win with the Gandalf and the Moria staff that you guys were able to get that included. But it becomes such a slippery slope, I would think, for this company because they've now shown the community that they will listen. And now they're going to have to listen because if they start ignoring us on the next figure that they decide to release and they don't make any changes or they say, oh, well, we heard you on that some some stuff, but yeah, we're not going to worry about the rest. I feel like that's going to create an even bigger and bigger stir slowly over time. It's going to be like created resentment based on communication. But it feels like they've put themselves in this no-win scenario of, as I said, as a, as a collector, I'm happy for other collectors that we are going to get the most accurate representation of the characters we love. Um, but there are thousands and thousands of reference images available for the company to be able to get it right the first time. They said that they were going to be the most like premium, six-scale company out there, or that was what their goal was. Um and I think that they have the ability to do that, but part of a premium experience is giving me what you plan to give me, not necessarily what I ask for after the fact. Like, a luxury car brand shows you the car they're going to sell you. They're not like, what do you think we should add to make it more worth your $300,000? Like, it, it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me in that perspective, and it makes me worried that it's going to extend these releases slowly over time because instead of them delaying the figures, um, it can be easily put back on the community that, sorry, we're delaying our figures because we've had a lot of these optimization feedback. And so now you're going to get one or two figures a year and that's kind of it. And in order to ever build out a line, maybe the people are excited about that. Um, but personally, I'd rather them get it right the first time, sell the figure, get it in our hands, and move on to the next release. I'm still waiting on my Joker. I ordered that bad boy oh, what feels like a really long time ago uh, at this point. I can't even imagine when my Batman's going to come from them. So, Not for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we haven't got a chance to even optimize that figure yet. So, like, how much yeah. further down the road is that going to kick in? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't love it. Well, I, I think they it. did adjust the cape, right? And they adjusted yeah, the sculpt, or at least the lighting on the sculpt. That, yeah, that's yeah after people have to point it out. Yeah. I, I <laughs> it don't almost, just, uh, go, go ahead, Zach. And I'll it right almost part. reminds me of what Marco always says, which it's funny, but it, it rings so true here, right? Like, paralysis by analysis. Like, with the Gandalf, there were, like, big issues like we're not talking like 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 nitpicky things like oh the sword is now optimized with the strap like they were like huge issues and we pointed those out and they they said they were going to fix them yeah. um and then they showed us um at las vegas and then the uh i think it was thailand uh the next weekend and it, it had become way worse it was like what what are y'all doing like you may have fixed the staff um but you're the robe is now off. The beard is way shorter than what you solicited. The pants prints still aren't there. And so, you know, they, they, they make these statements like how they want to be so accurate, but then they're like, well, yeah, the costume may have had it, but if you can't see it on screen, then it's not, it's not something we're going to prioritize. Right. 
but that's a weird slippery slope, right? The newest Hot Toys Return of the Jedi Darth Vader. It's not in the photos, but I'm a thousand percent sure that the back of those boots will have the straps on them to hold up the shin armor. Not because you see it in the movie, but because the prop costume has it. The prop costumes still exist for Gandalf. I even told them where it's being held. Like the the museum that owns the, the costume, or one of the costumes at least. I also sent them references of someone that physically handled the costume and gave detailed measurements about what these pants prints should be, the size, the pattern, and everything. They're like, well, you know, it's hard to see in the film or you can't see in the movies, so it may not be something that makes it into the final product. You know, they've they've delayed a lot of this stuff for a long time. Um, at this point, it's almost like, you know, your homework is to research this and to present it to us. Like, just the basic fact that they didn't submit two staffs on a character that, like that's like one of three things he uses in the movie is like, I don't understand that. Right. Yeah. And so especially they, with the proto photos showing him in a very specific pose to the second staff. Exactly. And it's like, they keep saying like, we're going to be accurate. We're going to live up to these expectations and attention to the detail. We're going to make these figures and release them on time. And it's like, well, they're not accurate. They're not on time. Perhaps they're the most premium materials, but you're also cheaping out on non-premium thing like magnets. Magnets are not expensive. The fact that they cheaped out on the inert, um, the uh, magnetic base for the for the um, for the Joker, it shows that they're cutting corners, right? And so for me, um, I, I was, you know, real interested in what inert was going to do, and it was certainly like a hey, maybe the grass is greener on the other side type thing. But honestly, I've been incredibly disappointed as a company from them. Um, the communication isn't what we were used to in the beginning. You know, sure, they come on like one or two people's channels um, and they do provide good information, but it's certainly not that level that it was before. The updates are much, much more spaced out. The group community interaction is much, much less. And I know that they're saying that they're in a listening year this year. But they continue to make excuses for why they can't do things, right? These are the pants prints. This is how they should be. Oh, well, you don't see in the movie. Uh, and we're deep into production. Like, we don't know if they can be added. So um, it's it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, I, I think for the price that they're asking, you know, these are premium products. Um, I, I feel like we're getting a lot of excuses. And then you have companies like Asmus, which I know isn't the best company. But they release a, a really, really strong Gandalf out of nowhere with no fan feedback and no solicitation and it's good to go like the day after it's announced. I mean, it's like, come on guys, you know, it, it, I, I think that they're probably over their head. They had teased a bunch of things. Even vintage is saying like, you know, the Neo that they teased that is just gone. You know, they had a, a, a sort of a projected roadmap that they wanted to do. And once they separated from Queen, they're like, well, we're just going to do our own thing now. It's just out of the way. And it's now, just apparently. like, so all that fan feedback and fan voting and fan polls and we're listening to you to make what you want yeah. thing. That's all out the window now. Um, it's it's just odd. I, I feel like it's going to be a very long time before we see a Dark Knight <clears throat> trilogy Batman. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's going to be a long time before we see that. And I think it's going to be an even longer time before their next release comes out. And to be honest, as a consumer, it doesn't give me a ton of confidence when you have companies like Mars Toys coming out swinging with super accurate, super quality, well-priced uh, collectibles 
that don't require months of fan feedback and adjustments to be right. I think at some point, um, and and doing what I do or what we do for the show, it comes to a point where you just have to release it because you could spend days and weeks and months nitpicking small things. At some point, you have to release it and move on to the next thing. And I think that that's where they're struggling. They're trying to make everything super, super perfect, and they're getting the workloads just piling up on them. It's like me with Merlin, right? It's piling up. Jesus, it's never going to be yeah. finished. You go said ahead, something. Ben, and then I'll you go. said. So- I'll be really quick, Marco. You said something really uh, definitive there, uh, Zach. I think it's the communication, right? So, uh, somebody compared this to Jazz Inc. the other day for me on Let's Get Nuts on Sunday, and it was that was an eye opener because I know Jazz Inc kind of advertises the fact that they're going to take a certain amount of community feedback for their vehicles and then they put that into practice and then they they do like they kind of release a a proto and then they tweak it a little bit from there and then they release their final version and then that's usually what you get um but they kind of advertise that that's their process They, they they've made that pretty obvious i think if if InArt was smart, they would just say, hey, we said this was going to be a listening year, so these are the next two figures we intend to release. Send us some information on what you feel is most important if this is your favorite character. And you could have six months of people sending in information and photos and all of the things before you even start to work up your first pre-order. But because they're doing it backwards it's like if if collectors didn't say anything would we have just then got the lackluster version for 500 bucks like so then we have to say something or we're gonna overpay for these should we have to do that like can you imagine if hot toys came out and said hey i just think it could be a win for them is what i'm saying they could make it feel like it's then more within our control but it's part of being like the exciting part of the process whereas doing it retrospectively like after the fact it makes it feel like we're then doing the homework for them It, it it it, it's the same amount of homework. It's just that it's like shifting it to make it feel like we're more in control of that information. So when we finally yeah. do see the figure, it's hopefully what we're looking for from our favorite character. What were you going to say though, Marco? Go ahead, Marco. Uh, so talkative mime is saying, from what I hear, Mars toys rips off the customer collectors. Custom sculpts. collectors. Sculpts. Oh, excuse me. Custom I don't collectors think that sculpts, that's allegedly. accurate. At least from the, um, I know the prank villain, some people had stated that, but a lot of people also said it was an original sculpt, so I don't know that they do that anymore. I think they are doing their sculpting in-house. So we have been on in art to control the message from the beginning because it's like one step forward, two steps back with this company because they get so much right. So I'm still a believer in, in art after having the Joker. See? Like I said, the, the Rooted's on the way. I think the sculpted version by itself spoke for itself it was a very very nice figure for someone who hasn't been in the game for you know 10 years but you know a handful of years at this point it was one of the nicer figures that i've you know ever put into the collection so i'm excited to see what they do but please for the love of god control the messaging putting out this post is just noise we are past the point of all this text like what is who are you marketing this to it's just confusing. Like I'm having to go in depth and then things are not really translated well. It's easy though, because they've already done the proper things. So cut out the nonsense and in here, I'll give them a, this is free. So John, this is free. You put out that hype video when you were about to, you know, release the Joker, or I think when you were about to put up the pre-order of the Joker, it had, um, Viper in it. It was like really high production values. It showed the figure. It showed all the premium materials. 
do that with everything you're working on. Say, hey, we are hard at work here. If the Harry Potter sculpt's not ready to show, don't show the sculpt. Just show us a little accessory. Show us a little tease of, of your artist kind of working on the figure to get us hyped and say, oh, wow, that looks really great. Show us what the Pennywise is looking like. You know, someone brushing the hair. Do a hype video and say, hey, cut in a bunch of collectors that already have the Joker in hand. Here's the response we received from our first release. Here's what we're working on right now. And then here's our roadmap for the future. And here's a few, you know, improvements that we've made on Aragorn, for instance. It I get that that would cost money and, you know, use resources, but you've already done it. So cut it out with all the confusing messaging. Do in multiple languages a hype video. Give us a clear path of what we're going to see here moving forward. And give only release the images when they're really high quality. Looks at the figure. This is close. It's not you know, as, as spot on to what they've done before, but it's not a huge downgrade. So I think this is passable, but come on, we need to, we need to stop with the silliness because it's getting confusing. It's making people nervous. Reassure, hold our hands, reassure us that you are hard at work. Show us your artists hard at work, and then everything's going to be okay. So they've got the roadmap already and they've done it before, but they're just not delivering consistently, which is concerning. It almost goes to like with film, right? You want them to show us, not tell us. Right now, they're telling us. I need them to yeah. show us. Exactly um, right. Exactly right, Zach. Don't put it all into text. Just show us a little tease. Show us what you're ready to show us, and then hold back what you're not yeah. quite ready to show. Yeah, because all of these posts are basically like you have words, and you're just having an AI just like give you things that sound the same. Like, mm -hmm. we're doing our best. We're working hard. We're optimizing. Next. We're doing our best. It's just the same thing over and over. To clarify here, uh, Trevor says Mars Toys has... Um, copied porches in the past. I don't believe they do it currently moving forward, but I guess we'll see. Sean also says it's great. Internet needs to put out products. So far, we've gotten one item, the Joker, and I'm almost burnt out on this company. Too much talk and not enough action. Imperfect Collector says they knocked Joker out of the park. I'm happy to wait if it's anything like their first release. But that's a question, though, right? Like, how long are we waiting? If they took a year yeah. to release one figure, are we getting one release per year as these pre orders continue to stack up? But uh, he's also know. an imperfect collector, so. That is true. Below and ground. <laughs> Hola, kidding. watching from Valencia, Spain. Do you guys speak Spanish, Italian, German, French, and play soccer? Uh, I think Marco has a few of those lined up. Um, let's see here. Um, Bro, look at me. I don't play any fucking sports. I speak a little French. <laughs> I used to play football, but that was, you know, fucking. I know someone that speaks English, though. Um, so, <laughs> weird Not collecting us. habits. Weird collecting habits. So, um, this doesn't have to be related to. Also, shout out to, to you thank you for watching from spain that's really cool Very um cool. weird collecting habits so i do this really weird thing i may be a serial killer to be honest um zach you have a few so i'm gonna see what you say <laughs> and see if i can add to it add to it if i leave them out i'm only gonna say one because i think it's the weirdest thing that i do so dean please correct me if i'm wrong um i it i feel like this happened right when COVID started. I don't know why. Okay, Dean's shaking his head. So I feel now worried. I'm really yeah, I feel oh, worried about this answer. That new, then <laughs> you're not, yeah. Wait, is it the don't drive thing? No, keep, keep, keep okay. going. I feel like I always have to have, and I got roasted at OxCon for this, I have to have a figure in the car with me at all times. And like sometimes there'll be like certain figures for certain cars. And I'll just leave them there forever. And that is fucking weird. Like, like if I'm going to work, I'll take a figure 
and like i don't even mess with it at work it's just like in the car and like my thing is like if i get stuck i fucking hate being stuck in traffic it's like a stress like stop and go yeah it's like it's like a fidget like a fidget thing if i'm in traffic and uh yeah cram we're gonna do that as a separate video so because the guy that was supposed to help me with that he's under the weather today but we'll we'll do that it's happening um yeah, so that's that's my weird thing that I do. That I was planning to share today, but Dean apparently says there's more. So Dean, tell me more. Yeah. So Zach also, no matter where we're at, if he'll if, oh, if he buys a figure, uh, yes. if he buys a figure, it's immediately out no, of no, the no, box no, no. at the register. He's already opening with it. Okay. There's a it. difference. There's a difference. Only for cheap figures. I wouldn't do that to a Hot Toys. But like at uh, Stevens, <laughs> I think this was. No, this wasn't an OxCon. It was like but he had times. he had the B one twenty seven, and I've been looking for for months. And so I was like, I'm not gonna wait to open this. Like, Stephen, can I put this in your trash? Yep, boom, crack that bitch open at the register. And I was playing with it at the store. It was fun. Yeah. Also, he'll get home immediately, start customizing it. Doesn't matter what it is, Hot Toy, Marvel Legend, fucking True. vintage. He's changing something on it. Whether That's it's true. like, oh, I'm gonna put like a real cape on this, or. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a dry brushing to the paint or whatever it is. He immediately starts messing with it. Like he can't just let things be. I've gotten better with that lately, but yeah, for a while it was it was pretty bad. I remember when I got the um, I don't remember who I got it from, but I got the deluxe Mando. It's from Rainer. Literally, that figure was in my house for no less than a minute, and I was already fucking tearing out the fat suit. And within like ten minutes, it was done. Like a quick little. Like a cleft palate surgery, just in and out. Uh, Dean, what is your weird <laughs> collecting habits? Habit habits. You're on mute. Tearing out the fat suit sounds. I'm like trying to think. I. Um, Hatsune Miku. Just kidding. The deeper the cushion, the deeper you. the cushion. The ramen cooking <laughs> figures that you have a bunch of that. I only have understand. one. I the can't new even figures. See it on my thing. Um, weird collecting habits. The anime girl body pillows. Uh, okay that's it's private personal yeah how dare you uh no i don't have any of those um i honestly don't think i have weird collecting habits i used to buy like everything uh-huh. and then eventually i was like i'm just buying shit like i don't even want anymore so i stopped doing that um uh i honestly like don't have weird collecting habits like keeping toys with me in the car i keep them on my desk dead. like while we're you know while we're on the show i'm like messing around with my figures over here but i know I'm, we're trying to have a show and you're sitting there like <sighs> fucking fidgeting with that's that intense honestly i think like, it was ben breathing though i was mute. okay there was a point Thank in the show very much <laughs> where i was like damn someone's breathing really loud and i was like dean's on mute and i went like this and i'm like no i could still hear it i was like god damn it ben um, really oh yeah, yeah it was at the beginning you could see me going like this <laughs> we like, have a private chat for a reason okay <laughs> i know i know but it was i didn't want to like make well, yourself i get a little excited yeah. sometimes about star trek sorry go on <laughs> yeah no i i honestly am like having a hard time thinking of one so I, one of my one of my weird things that i've been doing lately is i will buy lego knowing that i have no time to build lego and i have like six sets (laughs) that are like in the box still that like and they're not even like big sets like i have a mock that's like 300 pieces of the n1 i have the guardians um christmas set oh my goodness something took a tumble oh i blame kevin it's an earthquake that just happened what was that are you okay 
I don't what know. Happened? It just like fell off my computer. Oh, Is my dude. house haunted? Dude, you have a fucking poltergeist, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I'll be right back. <laughs> Get check the tape on that later. Yeah. Someone clip that. <laughs> I want to watch it right now. That was wild. <laughs> okay, so um, I don't even know where we were at, but I have a bunch of Lego sets, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna build them, and and I'm I'm awful because this third party Lego company just made a one to one scale replica of the UCS Razor Crest. It's like seven thousand pieces, and it was like a hundred and 50 bucks and pete got it and he's like dude it's fucking perfect and i was like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna buy that i don't know when i'm gonna build it i have the barcelona stadium set like in the box right you here you have that oh i definitely you want, want that i'll sell yeah. it to you or i'll trade I've... you for a batmobile well i'm kidding I'm um joking. trade me for your joker anyways you ben go. tell me or ben and marco tell me what you got go for it ben yeah, so um, when it comes to collecting, I usually bring a jar of like peanut butter down and set it beside Jesus. the desk here. Oh my gosh. Uh, it gets real crazy. Um, dogs? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Cats I, yeah. have, uh, have rough tongues. It was a weird one. So I actually read this co- um, question the other day on the show she chat as what wired collecting habits do you have? So I started listing out all of the um, like lighting setup that I have, and then I realized what the question really was. I think the only weird one that Shauna has called me out on specifically is whenever I will repose a figure in my collection, I'll go stand in different areas of the room just to see how it displays. And she thinks it's weird because she'll come downstairs and I'll just be randomly standing in like a different corner staring at the collection. But like when you walk through your room, you always kind of see it at the corner of your eye or if you look at it directly. And so if you go and sit down on the couch and you realize like the pose is a little wonky, you're going to want to get up and repose it again. So I like, I just like constantly plant myself all over the room uh, to, to make sure Bob Dylan says, that's not weird. I feel like it's like a little weird, but maybe, maybe we all do that. And it's just the weirdest thing is the way you say figure. It. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> is everything okay? Dude? How is this just yeah. coming up now? <laughs> We've only yeah. been came up when we first year. met you. We just haven't <laughs> talked about it for a while. Dean, who's behind you, though? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right? Look at this. Look at this replay, bro. I think you elbowed the desk, and then it was just like everything just... <laughs> like fucking Indiana Jones avalanche, bro. Like, you, you elbowed the desk. Oh, I wish we didn't have our logo up. And you knocked over whatever that was at the corner. And then it just, like, dominoed everything down. <laughs> the way that your interface tumbles. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I'll take a picture of how my interface is on my computer. I don't know how it fell. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. That's wild. Definitely haunted. You may have a poltergeist. Um, Marco, <laughs> tell us your weird... Yeah, so I habits. guess it's similar to Ben, um, but if I peanut repose butter? a figure... Yeah, <laughs> peanut butter on my... You know what? Um, so wow. if I repose a figure... And it's not quite lifelike or it's not quite right. I know people give me shit for my poses because I'm limited, right? I, I don't do something like crazy dynamic because I don't use stands. Uh, but it's got to like look right. And I think from all angles as well. Um, and if it's not quite right, it will bother the shit out of me. Like I cannot sit still. So I have a T. This is in our TV room. And if the figure is just not quite posed correctly, I'll have to get up and keep messing with it until it finally gets in like a passable a position or else I cannot um, comfortably enjoy whatever I'm doing. So that that's definitely speaks true. to my OCD. I feel like that sometimes. 
like I'll be in the middle of something. And Victoria's like, hey, let's go run to the store real quick. And I'm like, no, we can't leave. Because the whole time we're gone, I'm just going to be thinking about this one thing. <laughs> Usually it's like with 3D printing, if I have a failure, like I have to clean the build plate off and then clean the FEP before I can start again. One, because it's a waste of time, right? Like if it's not printing, it's just a waste of time. And two, I just need to know and try to analyze why it failed on the software side of things so I can fix it and make it right. So It's going to bug the shit out of you until you, you yeah, finally so do that. Yeah, when, so when I got to work, Victoria leaves usually a little bit later than me. Uh, she was like, hey, you had a print failure. And I was like, damn, all day I have to know that this print has failed. And I can't do anything about it until I get home. It was awful. It's absolutely awful. Like a seven-hour print, too. Yeah, I do like to watch the movie. Scratch. I do like to watch the movie or television show of every figure that I get. But I don't think that that's necessarily weird. I feel like that's just kind of amping myself up. I also usually won't unbox a figure until I've gone outside and smoked one. I just like want to get in the zone and just get like <laughs> right into it. So, but yeah, Canadian habits. Do you get more in the zone from the weed? Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Wow. As you're like right in. I'm, I'm like I'm all about it. I get my light box. You can appreciate the sculpt so much better when you're under the influence. Like you just mm-hmm. see every little fine detail. I need to smoke with y'all. You guys ain't got that good stuff. Um You're not wrong. Okay, so the hot seat for today. Ben, I'm choosing you first. Alright. Now okay. here's what you're going to do. You're gonna name one Star Wars character, then Marco's gonna name a Star Wars character, then Dean's gonna name a Star Wars character, and we're gonna do that three times. If your character, so you won't get any points today. If your character gets announced during the week of May the 4th, so tonight to next Tuesday, you will get one point for each figure that you nominate. And I don't want you guys to pick the same figures. Okay? For Hot Toys? Hot Toys, yes. So let me write Ben, Marco, Dean. So, Ben, your first choice that you think we will see... For May the fourth week, uh, Return of the Jedi, R two D two. All right, Marco. I'm gonna go with the uh, Emperor. Let's go with Palpatine. All right, Dean. I'm going out on a limb. I'm gonna say Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis, Marco. Or oh, sorry, Ben. Um, Jabba the Hutt. Oh, that would be fucking sick, Marco. Uh, let's go with Han. I think we're gonna see another Han. There we go, Dean. Uh, Lando. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, uh, either in the Han Solo outfit or his general outfit. Okay. Um, Ben. Up, upgraded Ewok. Okay. Wicked. No, just a just general Ewok. Just a general. Okay, Ewok. Marcos, like, you Let's go, Bib Fortuna. Bit. There you go, Bib Fortuna. <laughs> Not the chubby Indeed. version, but that's the version I want. Um. A new uh, Return of the Jedi Boba Fett. There you go. I like these. Now, as the outside observer, I think of these, I think the most likely that we'll see is Boba Fett because the original Hot Toys one came out super long ago. The Emperor, because the current one is stupid expensive. Um, Jabba, because Sideshow's made one, but that was a while ago. Um, and I feel like Hot Toys, now that they've shown us the willingness to do a large power pose type figure, that is like the perfect example of what they can do with that. And Cal Kestis. I think, to me, it's a no-brainer. And, and we got Salacious Crumb. That is true. Yeah. That's actually really true. 
I think the all-time grail that I know, I like know we're not going to see. But can you imagine if Hot Toys made a Slave Leia? Be nice. That would no, be wild. What is what is the name of Leia in the uh, Bounty Hunter outfit? Bosh. There you go. I, I never know how to put oh, it. I, I feel like that is much more likely, though, right? That one I would love to see. There you go. The chat I, says uh, Binks, Callan Han, Slave Leia, Mech Strike, Ewok, <laughs> Luke from the Vader duel. Joker J says so many rules. We have fun with the rules. It's fun. All great are we choices, still going boys. or are we done with the... Uh... No, that's it. I'm going to keep those okay. uh, in mind for next week. Can uh, I put a let's... few honorable mentions out there? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I think uh, Mon Mothma would be sick and Admiral Akbar. Let's there we uh... go. I also think we can see a Moff DeLorean. There you go. Or Grand, Grand Moff DeLorean. There we go. Maybe a Tarkin reissue for Rogue One. Maybe an Andor. That would be nice. Or the... Um... What's that guy's name from Andor. The uh, Luthan. That would be pretty cool, too. Oh, nice. Uh, let's go um, a bit here. May the 4th is this week. Um, I I had a chance. I don't know if any of you guys took advantage of it, but uh, I think it's still going on for the next few days. But Return of the Jedi was in theaters, and that was an experience. I have not seen Return of the Jedi on the big screen. Um, there were things that... So I don't watch at home. I don't watch the, um, what do you call them, Dean? Like the edited versions? Like the current yeah. ver- special editions, I guess? I watched, I have the Harmy set on Blu-ray because I'm a distinguished gentleman. And so um, that's how I watch uh, the original trilogy. Uh, and so I actually haven't seen Return of the Jedi in its current state probably since like 2006. It's been a long time. And so... I I did not like certain parts. I think the Jabba's Throne, like, Jedi Rock song was so awful. Taking out Yub Nub is terrible. Leia's Coke Nails look massive on the big screen. With that being said, though, damn, that movie fucking slaps on the big screen. The speeder chase was fucking awesome. Now, unfortunately, we had to sit really close to the front. It actually wasn't a bad viewing angle because the theater has those seats that recline really far back. Wow, Bob Dylan. Um, but I um, I had a blast. And it was my first time taking Vivi to see a Star Wars movie in a theater. It was a memory I will never forget. It was also like a bunch of shit that I had to deal with to even get to the movie. We show up to the showtime, and on the sh- on the um, website, it just says, like, you know, we have a showing at 3.40, 3.45, so we go for the 3.45 one. Um, and it's all VIP seating, and nowhere on their website did it mention it was an 18 and up showing, so we had to wait till 6.45, almost like three hours later. It's terrible. But we had fun. It was, it was an unforgettable movie experience, and I will say there were parts of this movie where the crowd went fucking wild, and the most unexpected of them was Anakin showing up at the end as a force ghost. Thunderous applause. Thunderous applause is fucking fantastic. Mm. Also applause at the beginning and the end of the film. Love to see that. Uh, but it was it was a great way to uh, kind of celebrate May the 4th week. And I'm curious what you guys are doing this week to uh, celebrate the occasion. All right, let's move on to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh Jesus um, Christ. I'm working, waiting for figure releases. Try, I put yeah, my wallet just, in the freezer just in case. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that sounds cool, but I, I'm not kidding you. 
the thought of sitting through that Job of the Hut song is so obnoxious to me that I, I like talked me out of seeing the movie in theaters. Um, because I specifically got the um, uh, original theatric release DVDs, which are like super rare, just to avoid all the bullshit they've added to the movies over the years. And then you got me the Harmony Specialized versions on Blu-ray, which is all I watch now. So like, yeah, it's like, no, I'm not going to go pay money to see a subpar version of the movie. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know that I have any particular plans. I would like to play Jedi Fallen Order again. Um, that just, in so many ways, captured a lot of what I love of Star Wars. So I'm not quite ready to purchase uh, Survivor. I think I'm going to let the, a few of the bugs get worked through. But um, yeah, I think that might be how I celebrate and maybe sneak, sneak in a viewing of Return of the Jedi. Probably at home, though. I think I'm okay at home. But how about you, Ben? Kind of in the same boat. I like the theater is an expensive experience at this point. Well, I think it is a very cool opportunity experience if you've always wanted to see it in, in theaters. I like to return the least of the original trilogy, so it wouldn't be something I'd go out to necessarily watch. But I think reposing some Star Wars figures at home while watching uh, the trilogy, or honestly the whole the whole series through, right? Like if you if you started with Episode One, like it's still a pretty cool and fun ride uh, to check out. So. Uh, I've been meaning to revisit uh, all the all the you know the films, the prequels, and then the the original trilogy at least. So uh, maybe I'll start maybe I'll start that again. So, but uh, other than that, no, I don't have uh, much in the way of actual plans for it. There you go. I will say though, as <clears throat> someone that was experienced returning the Jedi with my daughter for the first time, because she doesn't sit through these movies very well, at least yet. And, like, putting my mindset into, like, someone that's never seen Return of the Jedi and that's watching these films for the first time, imagine, like, ending with Empire and, like, the whole fucking Return of the Jedi, Vader's, like, in it for, like, ten minutes. Like, it's got to be pretty frustrating. And I, my kid kept saying, like, where's Darth Vader? Like, where's, where's he at? And I was like, damn, like, there's really not... There's, like, a lot of shit that is completely unrelated to all this, like, huge information that was dropped in in empire mm -hmm. i will say though i do enjoy this movie and my kid loved the ewoks she thought they were adorable um so i guess that is uh you know it is what it is uh let me pull this up real quick because i'm realizing i left something off the show sheet um so our movie of the week was mortal kombat the 2021 release not uh, 2001 Hunted... oh we're doing annihilation huh no, I was like, okay. on, the, on the last show, I said 2001 accidentally yeah, yeah. trying to say no, no, you're good. Blackbird says, I saw Jedi at a theater when it came out in the 83, but did go on Sunday to watch the 40th. It was fun and happy to see the fans see it on the big screen, even if it was the special edition. Hmm. Um, Vintage says there's something special about the viewing environment of the theater. I prefer the original versions too, but it's ultimately two minutes of an amazing film and the picture quality of this version. I will say though, there were some scenes that upscaled really poorly, mostly on Andor. Uh, Tiger Fett says none of the original movies are bad. Jedi was less great than the other two, but still great. Mm -hmm. um, so, hunted by the fearsome warrior Sub-Zero MMA fighter Cole Young finds sanctuary at the Temple of Lord Raiden. Training with the experienced fighters Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and the rogue mercenary Kano, Cole prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions to take part in the to take on the enemies from the outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Um, I thought this movie was really good. I, I don't know that it gets the praise that it deserves but in in a lot of ways i think this is a much better film than the original two mortal Kombat live action films 
from the 90s. How dare um, And as, as someone... No, those are good. Don't get me wrong. But as someone whose favorite character is Sub-Zero, I felt like he got a bad rap in both of those films. I never felt like he was as cool in those films outside of the costume as he did in this film. In this film, he felt powerful. When he's taking on the SWAT guys and he just fucking mops the floor with them, you're like, damn, this is a bad motherfucker. I think this movie does him justice. And, um, yeah, I, I, I like this movie. I You know, Baraka, I guess who Cole Young becomes, isn't my favorite character from Mortal Kombat. So, you know, that big reveal probably didn't hit as hard for me as probably other people. But, yeah, seeing all these, all these you know, revamped versions of the character you know it was fantastic i mean when when uh when jacks um gets his arms taken off i mean fucking brutal scene it did that perfectly yeah it's to me i think that this movie because remind me marco this when this movie came out it was a it was like a straight to hbo and then I think yeah. you could see in the theater, but like because of COVID, no one did. It was very. Limited, I feel like yep. yeah, I feel like this movie probably would have been better received in a theater setting where you have to fully focus on the movie. Um, and I, and I, I think it's a shame because it, I I do think it's a good movie. Um, yeah, looking at the scores here, they're not particularly great, but um, yeah, I'm curious what you guys thought of this. This is a good movie. I like it, and and I hope that they can continue this franchise going forward. But you know, I think being shafted by COVID certainly doesn't help a movie like this going forward yeah i feel like um <clears throat> they were kind of banking on the fact that they were gonna get more than one movie um so this they kind of tried to cram as much shit in as possible which i feel was kind of more of a detriment to the movie as a whole because when you have like characters like goro and you essentially get rid of them in a scene it's like that feels kind of lame I would have preferred if it stuck to one, like, main bad guy fucking with them throughout the whole movie and then, like, leading up to that. But, you know, Mortal Kombat's got a lot of characters, and they wanted to, you know, capitalize on that as much as possible. So they shoved everyone in it, and there's, like, I don't know, four or five different, like, main fights that it's, like, yeah, kind of exhausting. Um, <clears throat> that being said, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. I... It's probably not even the worst Mortal Kombat movie I've ever seen. Um, it's pretty good. It's fact. it's definitely watchable. I don't think I particularly... Like, if I never saw it again, I'd probably be okay as well. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I think Kano was the best part of this movie. I think He was, he was great comic relief. Dude, amazing comic relief. Smartass, kind of likable, but also kind of a dickhead. Um, but, yeah... I, I did. I think Zach is one hundred percent right. Making Sub Zero like actually like powerful was cool because in the other movies it was just kind of like, oh yeah, those guys are here. It's like they're almost like the fucking draw of the franchise, you know. So they um, were like the the like idiot henchmen. Like oh yeah, yeah, those guys are they hate each other, but they're also like zombies. And yeah, he like dies in shit. one scene. It's like motherfucker, what? And yeah. then the second movie they try to make his brother cool, which. That was a pretty badass scene, but not uh, super great. Yeah, so it is It is cool seeing Scorpion and Sub-Zero like in more of a... I, I would have just preferred the movie if it was just about them two, honestly. But you shoved a bunch of other characters in there to set up another movie, which, you know looks like it's never going to happen because no i think it is going to happen dean i think we've got news that it's moving forward yeah Yeah, so actually i was i I googled it while you were talking dean 
On April 17th of this year, they confirmed that filming would run from June to September of this year. And oh. that Shao Kahn, Baraka, Katana, Quan Chi, and Sindel were slated to appear. So Shang Chi's in this too. God damn! Oh, did I say Shang Chi? That's a <laughs> greatest Kahn, I think. Shaka, greatest crossover. Wait, did I say Shang Chi for real? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds words like are, it. Words are coming out of my mouth. I don't know what I'm saying. Apparently, it's four films that they're doing at the moment. Oh wow! Know. Yeah, I honestly didn't think it did well enough to warrant a sequel. I mean, it's been fucking three years. I haven't heard anything so. Okay, I guess we all are going to see more, so maybe it'll be better in the long term. Yeah, honestly, I think it was a really solid foundation. It, okay, is it a good film? Not necessarily, but it's fun. Like, it reminded me a lot of the 90s film, um, of the good one, right? Because the, they made two or three, I don't even recall, but like the original two. one. I think it was just two. Okay, there you go. The original, yeah. There you go. So the original, like the original one's not a good film either, but it's just fun. Like, it, if you enjoyed the, the games... Uh, growing up then you, it gave you a lot to love and i felt that same way about this like you said they made sub-zero they kind of made him like terminator he's kind of re- relentless chasing the the protagonist so um love that fact about it um loved uh scorpion's story and kind of how he comes back um really really well done honestly um there was enough little easter eggs and like little um cheesy little audio lines that gave service to the to the games and i thought like oh this is what i would have wanted out of a mortal Kombat film if you recall they kind of had this weird uh like it was a short that was leaked online or, or deliberately put online um maybe in the mid 2000s um and so it was like a gritty retelling of mortal Kombat and kind of teasing what could have been that became a web series and i watched all those and those never quite hit the mark like i liked what it was trying to do but this was the perfect balance of they try to make it a bit gritty and real, but also like pretty outlandish and silly uh, because, you know, the lore is pretty silly. So honestly, the second time seeing this, I would probably watch it a third time. Like, is it perfect? Not by any chance. But um, for someone who enjoys more Mortal Kombat and these characters, I'm excited to see more from this universe. So I think this was about as nice of a debut as they could have possibly done with really silly source material. So how about you, Ben? What do you think? So I saw this a couple of years ago when it first came out. Um, and then to be honest, I forgot the entire storyline of the film entirely. Like it, it did not stick with me at all. I found that it wasn't very memorable. And on the second viewing uh, yesterday, when I watched it again, uh, while I agree with you, it was, it was a fun watch. I, it was, you know, like it had Mortal Kombat characters. I was always a huge Mortal Kombat guy. As a kid, I played the heck out of it on uh, the original uh, Sega Genesis. I just loved that game one and two. Um, this, to me, does not have the same level of nostalgia for the Mortal Kombat franchise as I would want. It it feels like a like it is a very new representation of the film, and they're trying to kind of reinvigorate it and bring it back to life. Um, but after I watched this, I went back and watched the original 90s film just to see if it held up in my mind because it had been a couple of years since I watched that last. And it did not disappoint. As cheesy and corny as it was, was the soundtrack in that film bangs. Like, the fight scenes are awesome. I love all of the actors. I love the characters. It is definitely cheesy at times. Like, uh, no question. But, like, that whole movie is really, really fun to watch. And... I did like that they made Sub-Zero more of a badass. I think that's a good call-out, Zach. 
On the other hand, Sub-Zero in the first scene of that original film freezes a guy mid-air and he smashes into a billion bits on the table in front of everybody and that's right before the combat even starts. So it's like, whoa, uh, that's crazy. Unfortunately, it doesn't pay off well because Liu Kang does kill him in pretty much the next scene that he shows up in. But I thought Scorpion and Sub-Zero, like I liked the costuming of the originals. I didn't love the costume necessarily of this uh, new version of Scorpion. I thought it was cool, uh, but it didn't have that same i don't know nostalgic flair that i feel like have you played more games than the first three ben or i've played mortal kombat 10 and 11 i think is the most okay so you you know where the costuming is coming from more inspired by those definitely original right definitely and i think that's the problem for me is that i don't have enough time to put into those games for them to become nostalgic like those originals used to be for me Mm -hmm. and as i said mortal kombat 1 and 2 on the video game series plus then that original film packs packs the best punch so i i would say like if you've never seen this before and you like the mortal Kombat franchise yeah like i it's definitely a fun watch it's not a bad movie by any stretch but uh it just kind of made me want to watch the original and i had more fun ultimately doing that that was the the ride that you took me down this week marco nice and i rep i rep the original one as well i think both of them are fine not good but fun films yeah totally uh, ben, your pick is uh, is up. So, what would you like us to watch for our blockbuster movie of the week? Hmm, I would really like to start getting excited about the new Fast and the Furious movie. I haven't seen the last four of them, I believe. Okay. So, my pick is either Fast and the Furious, the first film, so I can rewatch that again because wow. it has been at least fifteen years since I've seen it, uh, uh-huh. and or. Uh, Superman the movie because I just got that figure and I only got the movie started and I had to turn it off and I haven't been able to get back to it so well, if you guys have a pick between those two um, maybe the chat can help uh, but they are both pretty fun because uh, you guys don't like horror movies necessarily right I'll watch whatever man it's your I'll choice. rock with you horror pick, you pick the movie you, you tell pick me a what horror you film and let's do it because I've also wanted to watch it. I've also wanted to watch Black Phone which is on Craven HBO I think so I don't know if you guys have that. Black but... Phone? Is that Black is that Phone? The title it's got of the movie Ethan Hawke in it. No, yeah, it's called Black Phone. That was a hilarious joke. Not even a giggle. I hate you guys. I didn't oh, even hear it over my head. Zach. It literally went over. He said Black Phone. I was like, is that actually the name of the movie? <laughs> um, yeah, if it's on if it's on HBO, um, the phone is very black. Jesus. Very very. Vintage Rebellion says Superman crushes family. I could see that. Um. I don't know if I can stream Black Phone, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Put up a post on, on Saturday. Let us know what you want to watch. Okay, we'll post. Uh, Dean, can we give a shout-out to the wonderful Patreonies to keep the network afloat? Yes, the beautiful three pillars of angels. Give a quick shout-out to Ian C.B., Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valencerina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns Figs, Billy Badfish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, Cesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin, Bomonsky, Richter Gregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Two Cothry, Wa, Derek B, Arias Portillo, Mark Randolph, Alvin J. <clears throat> oh, I can't see the names over here. Uh. 
Jazz Carroll, thank you. Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D-Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Domitall, Jimmy James, Stephen Percher, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch of angels. Thank you for removing that logo, Zach. Did the horn go off or no? Yeah, it went off. Yeah, I what the hell? I didn't hear it on my. Let me do it again. Hang on, let me let me do this no, one. It's... No, what the hell? I can't hear that at all. Really? Not working. Yeah. He said not. Oh, yeah. Wow. Are you using a brown yeah. phone? Not... Oh, I don't. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah, those never. I'm concerned that these buttons don't don't work. Actually, wow. I thought of, I thought of a movie that I'd rather watch more. If you guys can stream it. Yeah, it sure. What is it? Dodgeball. I've yes. been wanting to rewatch Dodgeball oh, for a long yes. time. And I heard that they might be coming out with a, a, a second yeah, a sequel. One, so. I saw the news today. Yeah. So okay, dodgeball yeah, is press, my, gonna, my pick. I think if I'm you can press found a it. I'm gonna press the button. Okay, just ignore it. Fuck it though, bro. It's your life. Wow, I, it's not working for me. That's weird. Uh, we saw that one too. That it was it wouldn't even one, play though. at all. Oh, it's a little bald-headed kid. Um, yeah. Our May and June Patreon benefits are the question of the week sticker and the Spooderverse sticker sheet. My apologies. I should be getting out the um, last round sticker. I'm just a few days late, so I'll be getting that out this week. Um, but yeah, uh, very excited to get those in everyone's hands. Uh, Patreon starts at $5 for the hot seat. You get stickers or excuse me, you get the digital benefits and access to Ox After Dark Replay, Patreon chat, and the weekly shout out. The 750 uh, Sweet Angel tier, you get access to the uh, stickers. You get access to the replay and all the other cool benefits. The $15 Certified Crispy tier, you get the Certified Crispy Certificate and figure fix assistance and the $25 tier you get doubles of all the stickers we send and the exclusive pog deluxe set on your first pledge as long as as well as all the other benefits um patreon wow this is all messed up what the hell uh youtube channel members we have some great members that support us we have mojo z78 absolute erwin lv avenger 702 omfg rick s beam andres ib daminator sam gist thomas clark benjamin hansen chris v big old fern cram alvin j og fan mark pearson ben thomas paul schreiber Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Carlito, CT603, Eddie Mendez, B-Chan, Fat Batman, Justin Sports Cards Museum, Philip the Fool, Kiki Spinkter, Universal Key, Eclectic Collector, Ducatri, Single Songwriter, Jake, Zeke, Equan, The Everyday Collector, DJ, Toy Cartel, KJ Smith, Adrian Aguirre, Knight, Slifer, Baby Boy, 562, Steph V, Mike Oxlong, Just Another Friday Night, Noble Young, One Six Figure Focus, Blue Beetle, and Gotham Cenobites. Uh, taking a look at the network, um, a little bit of changes here. Uh, we have live unboxing on Monday, uh, After Dark tomorrow, 1030. Uh, you're watching Collecting Weekly now. We got Club on Friday. The reissue is coming back on Sunday. We're doing a double feature with Ben Show and the reissue. Double nut. Double nut. Ox PD, Question of the Week on Sundays. Live and Let Dice returns May 13th. Bricks and Brew, OFAC on Thursdays, alternating with Small Talk. So lots of great content for you guys there. If you want to buy a shirt, you can check us out at T Public. Wait for them to go on sale. And our friends of the show, we got John the Everyday Collector with his YouTube channel, 16Fix with theirs, and the Ben Thomas show as well. I need to fix this member slack. It's going to drive me crazy all week. Uh, but yeah, any uh, shout outs that you guys want to give? For sure. Um, I wanted to say thanks to the guys I had on 
the stream on Sunday. Uh, we had a really fun show over on the Ben Thomas show for the Let's Get Nuts stream uh, that aired. So if you guys missed the the show, it was a really fun fun show. We had uh, one six figure focus on, uh, as well as kind of a special guest, and then Pete from OFAC uh, and Dean uh, that I didn't realize was going to come until the very last second, which is definitely not something she just That's said. How Dean but... normally comes. <laughs> But he surprised us wow. and arrived on time. And I really appreciated him for it. So, yeah, yeah. if you guys missed the show, really fun. Let's get nuts on the Ben Thomas show. Uh, and then, as Zach already alluded to, this week we will have a double feature, the double nut. Uh, we're going to start, I think, with reissue and then move into Let's Get Nuts from there. Have a good time. So don't miss it. Hell yeah. Erwin says, great show tonight. Four guys holding down the fort. Salute to you, 2023 slash CW3K. Yeah, right around the corner there for 3K. Um, big shout out to Abraham. We're having, uh, I think lunch with him on Sunday. So that should be fun. And, um, yeah, excited for after dark. Mother's Do you guys day? have my, Oh, is it really? Not no. this weekend, the weekend after. Yeah. The oh, okay. Good. But that's um, a good yeah, reminder. Sh- Everyone go buy your mother a gift. A if you toys. haven't already get out there and go, yeah, go get her a hot toys or one twelfth, whatever she likes. There you go. Um, yeah, anyone else have any uh, shout-outs they want to give? Big Rib says, awesome stream. Big Rib, you're awesome. Thanks, bud. Joker J, Vintage Rebellion, great show as always. Have a good night, dude. See you one of these Thursdays. Yeah, Definitely thanks to everybody that's watching. I know there's always a lot of content that's available right now. There's a lot of people that are doing streams, and it does take up time to try and catch up with everybody. We appreciate you guys being here. Definitely gets us excited when we see you all uh, in the chat. So. Hell yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Shout-out to all the pair. Shout, shout out, out to the mans the one more time. They got our care package, so very cool. Oh yeah, shout out to the mans. Um, but yeah, I love you guys. Thank you for those that were here tonight, and for those that shop at Zach's Wonderland. Excited to show you guys some cool stuff next week that I'll be printing. But anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. <laughs> and I'm Ben. <laughs> we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.